All right, let's go. Let's do it. I'm ready. You ready? Yep. You ready, yep. Eddie? Yep, let's go. Okay. <laughs> uh, welcome back to another exciting episode of Loss of Lieutenant. I'm your host, Kevin, and on tonight's show, I'm joined by a fellow host... Song, but I don't know what it is. What is it? You probably wasted a lot of time to this as a kid <laughs> or as a young adult. I don't know if I did. I think if Nick were on the show, he'd tell you to, to cut it, cut it, cut it. It's it's um the Wii Sports intro. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. I recognize that sound. Yeah. Uh, welcome. Spent way too many hours bowling. Way too many hours bowling. I always preferred the yeah. tennis myself. Actually, I think that was my favorite one. Yeah, and, and and then you just stand there and just <laughs> the whole time, and you couldn't be beaten. I never, I didn't, I didn't know that trick. Maybe I was just yeah, I wasn't... same with the bowling. If you if you did this little flick with the wrist like that, and you go right on the corner, you'll get a strike every time. I I think my little brother found that one out, and I raged quite a one day because um, he kept getting strikes, and I like yeah. just kept hitting the gutter. I was very yeah. Yeah. Oh, the good old days of Wii Sports. Back, you know that the, yeah. the, the, the games your parents could play. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Boomer, boomer friendly. <laughs> <laughs> there, welcome back, guys. Uh, we're, we're well, back, guys. I mean, there's just the two of us on tonight's show. If you haven't already noticed, um, Julian and I are um, back on the episode. So, apologies, to the listeners, for the delay in getting this episode out to you. But you know, life. Yes. Yes. Very busy. Everyone's. Everyone's enjoying playing games and and uh, having too much fun. Not enough time to to do podcasts and getting the yeah. I guess uh, getting the last of the summer before it's all gone away. The clocks went back at Easter it's, and we immediately this felt, week feels yeah yeah. It's like it's like yeah, great. Winter and autumn is here. Fantastic or spring, whatever one becomes before winter. I don't know. Well, it's, it's so hard me living you know having grown up my entire life in the northern hemisphere to then get yeah. to Easter and then have to call that autumn i'm like no it's fucking not that's that's it's spring and then you're like oh no wait it's not spring until october which is topsy turvy land but yeah, anyway see, see what what you're hoping for there is that it goes summer or autumn spring sorry no sorry, sorry summer spring summer spring is what you're hoping for that would be good yeah so yeah, i'd like yeah. i'd like that as much as i do enjoy yeah. the snow i think i like the the heat a bit better um anyway so on tonight's yeah. episode we're going to be um discussing the recent two-day event that we had here in melbourne uh, affectionately known as pet which i think stands for post easter tournament is that right yeah it was, it was originally called poet but everyone's like nah it's pet and i'm like <laughs> all right it's pet Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, post. Yeah, P O E T. Easter tournament. Yeah, and then, and then who was it? I think it was because Ryan and I were rolling with poet, and then I think it was Nick who called it pet, and then everyone was piled on the board. All right, it's. I can uh, see. It was Julian's pet project, and yeah, he well, it ended it. up being a good name because I get to do all these themed trophies in regards to pets. So. That was that's, good. That's good. Yeah, and we'll we'll get yeah, yeah we'll we'll um, discuss the tournament um, on this episode. So um, I mean, we don't have much of a preamble to get through. So I guess we can just get stuck straight into yeah, um, yeah. breaking down the tournament. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I haven't played any games apart from those recently. So um, yeah, yeah, it was um, it was. I think everyone had a lot of fun. So that's always a plus. Yeah, I think it was a it was good to, it was a good time. 
Um, what, what did we end up having? 18 players, was it? So we had 18 on the day, but we had 20, 21 overall. We had three drop out in the last, on, on Friday. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's so, tip. I mean, you, you, yeah, even after uh, all this time away from face to face games, it's inevitable that people are going to drop because, you know, life yeah. gets in the way. Yeah. Yeah. People sick, people got family things that have come up. So, yeah, it was um, it was good. I ended up playing so for the five rounds, um, <laughs> which I didn't expect to do, and because um, we had even numbers, I was like, "Yes, I can just TO and sit and do nothing." And then I bought my ALF just in case, and uh, and then Chris, who for some reason it didn't show up that he'd signed up because he didn't register and and um, do the. I think he, I don't think he did the basically the questionnaire that I sent out. Oh, I thought it was on OTN. And so, yeah. And so he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm here. And I'm like, oh, shit. And he, and I, and I checked my paper. I was like, no, no, he's paid. Oh, right. <laughs> and so I, um, I was like, all right, let's quickly like threw a table together and then had our game. So, I thought it was an OTM fuck up. Was it just the, the, it was, it was OTM, um, the next day. Oh, okay. I see. When for some reason it deleted all of mine and his games. So I guess we like let's get back to the genesis of this event, Julian, because we have yep. been running like we've had I don't know like four or so one day events in Melbourne since COVID mm. restrictions eased, and then one day I remember you just going, "I'm just going to run a two day event." I'm like, "You do yeah. that, Julian. You can do that. Yeah. It'll be easy." And I, and I gave it about two months, <laughs> two months notice. Yeah, and I was hoping we'd get some interstate players, but. I think all like the small little outbreaks of COVID that we had in Brisbane, yeah, Sydney, Brisbane and stuff and Sydney, like that really. Yeah. yeah, I think I think the moral of the story is until everyone's vaccinated, I don't think people are going to want to travel interstate just in case they get stuck on the wrong side of a border. Yeah, just for a tournament. So, which is it sucks, but like I know that Gavin was keen on coming, but he said, "Oh, I'm not going to do it just in case." And I know a few of the other guys in Sydney and Canberra are really keen, so. But still, to get twenty-one only, like it's just Victorians, is pretty, pretty good. And that was like the thing that surprised me was is that out of the twenty-one, I would say ten faces I knew. The yeah. rest of them were all new guys, all new guys. Um, which I reckon, if we had have got all of our usual guys that come, because we normally get about twenty people, we would have easily had a thirty-player event. You know, people like Ben weren't there. Um, uh, Pete, Pete wasn't Nick, there. Pete wasn't, wasn't there. there. Nick wasn't there. Jacob wasn't um, there. Yeah, there's four people already. Yeah. Um. So like it, it, a few of the guys up in um, uh, that play up at uh, oh like, god, I can't. I mean like Bendigo. I, I mean what? Uh, I'm talking about the guys over west and north. They didn't show up. So oh yeah. Um, and um, so yeah, we could we we could probably get quite handily to a forty player tournament if. We gave people enough notice next time, so I'm hoping yeah, that I think it's also like a two day. Yeah, a two day event is also like one of those. It's quite a big commitment with people who have yeah. kids and 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 whatnot. Yeah. Um, and a lot of us, as you will probably you you'll find out, or at least for me, as we as we discuss the games, is we're pretty rusty. Like a two days, two oh, days is a long yes. long fucking time. So uh, I'm not. Yeah. I don't. And actually, I was looking through my um, Infinity like folder on my laptop to yesterday. And I came across like a, a, tour, a tournament tracker because I was gonna, um, I was like, oh, I should give this one to Julian 
just because yeah. the team sucks dick. And yeah. um, the last tournament I ran had 24 players. So this is like yeah. pre COVID. And, and these were all, yeah. um, you know, I guess you could call veteran, veteran players of the community. Yeah. And then since, yeah. since, since then, we've had, you know, at least another dozen new players rock up into the scene. Um, oh, easily. Yeah. Easily. So, yeah. So, you know, like, yeah, it's you saying 40 players sounds pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty likely if we can um, coordinate it. Yeah, well, I'm hoping by the time Burn City Brawl happens, the um, most people will either be vaccinated or Rona's not really a thing. So yeah. if that happens, we might get like 50 or 60, which should be nice. I guess I guess on that, yeah, I should probably announce, mm. I, I, um, just drop that into the beginning of the episode. We do have an event announcement. Uh, we actually mm. have two event announcements. Um, one of them, as you just mentioned, was Burn City Brawl, which was um, unfortunately cancelled last year because of Corona, as was fucking everything. Um, everything but we have announced it like last week i think we on friday i think we we put the event up on facebook so it's uh 11th and 12th of september five rounds we don't know the missions are going to be yet because we're hoping that we can like squeeze in there for its 13 um but we'll see and it's going to be in Mm. melbourne and it's going to be two days and it's 65 dollars and it's going to be in the city or close to the city so it'll be nice and accessible for interstate players and everyone to come in and it should be a good time so i'll chuck up the mm. event in the in the notes and then we've got another one day event in also in the city well carlton um happening on the 15th of may called the the cerberus crisis i literally mm. i literally opened the n4 rulebook for names like for ideas for names and came across the cerberus gate and i was like done that's the name of done. the event yeah um um and that that was that was useful and that's also where i got the picture for the event from i took a picture from the n4 rulebook so that's good and uh, we've already got like i think about uh, a dozen signups for that so that'll be yeah exciting. well i signed up so yeah um yeah, yeah so i think um, I'm, I'm, I'm i'm capped at 14 at the moment just because of tables but i do know that um, some players in the community have access to tables so we can probably increase it to 20 if we mm. get um enough interest so That'll be exciting, and that's on the fifteenth of May, and that'll be in the like notes as well on Facebook and on our Discord channel, which we're still um, having a great time uh, chatting on and stuff. Yeah, doing the, doing the Discord thing. Yeah, exactly. So, so um, it'll, anyway, yeah, it'll be a fun one. That one, I think I'm going to run my um, steel phalanx again. So. Um, now that I've had five games, a whole five games with them, I a whole can, a whole five games with Steel Phalanx. I, I feel like to, I'm, I'm I'm starting. To... I'm yet to face against Steel Phalanx, but they do sound yeah. I mean, they sound about as terrifying as they did in N three. But um, we can yeah. discuss your games. We will discuss uh, it later. And my many that. mistakes that I made. Oh, you and me both. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> you and me yep. both. So yep. where do we where do we get to? Yeah, so we were discussing um, the inception of the event, which we've just discussed, mm. and it was called Pet or Poet, but now it's now called Pet. Pet. And Pet. you had uh, two long months to prepare for that. So how did you go preparing mm. for the event, as in like getting the event up uh, off the ground in that, Julian? Well, we um, I sort of just was like, yeah, I want to run a two day event, especially because I've got uh, my first child on the way in august and i'm like fuck well congratulations fyi thank you thank you um i'm not gonna run a lot of events around then (laughs) for a while (laughs) um even though i'm gonna try and get to events um so i thought i'll try and run a two-day event that'll be probably the last two-day event i get to run um 
And so um, I sort of messaged yourself, Gavin, Nick, and the guys and said, what do you reckon of missions? Um, I can't remember what the original selection was, but some of the missions, everyone was like, no, I don't like that one. I don't like that one. So in the end, we came down to capture and protect, quadrant control, frontline acquisition, and panic room. Um, the main reason why we chose capture and protect first, the other ones were sort of just, you know, the only the only two ones that we sort of actually placed was capture and protect and panic room. And capture and protect was placed because it was a, it's a hard mission to actually score a big win on. So mm. I didn't want to get a situation where a new player would get a 10-0 win against a new player because I wanted to have new players versus new players. And then then have them play a really experienced player and get absolutely walt. <laughs> yeah, so right. So that was why I did that. And funnily enough, on that particular event, um, on, on Capture and Protect, we didn't have a single 10-0 win. The biggest win was a 7-0. So, and that was against two experienced players. Um, All right, okay. Hmm. So it, it everything proceeded as planned. Um and then the only reason Panic Room was selected last was because it meant we had to put down a, an armory room. And if it was for the last mission, we could just put it down. Wouldn't have to worry about having to deal with it for the rest of the tournament. So that was my main reason why it gave us enough time to set it up. Because um, I found if you put a Panic Room mission first, people put the armory as like the first mission because then they don't have to change the tables. But then people play the rest of the rounds with the fucking army room there and it stuffs people's list because they have this giant blocking line of sight thing in the middle of the table. Mm. So that's why I wanted it as the last mission. Yeah, and even if you were to leave it in the in there and just have it as a actual height building, it kind of yeah. um, it kind of sets the scene for the for the for the rest of the week though, doesn't it? Because it kind of makes yeah. it this is a thing in the middle of the Every, table. Yeah. You know, if you're playing acquisition, the things in the middle, if you're, you know, yeah. and if you try to remove it, then you've kind of got to like smoosh everything back into place again. And it might not, yeah, happen. It, might, it might not be very, very good. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and there's also the fact that some people just forget to do it on their tables and then, yeah, you, you ended up with it. So, um, but yeah, overall, there were a, a sort of a balance between missions that required specialists and missions that didn't. So, Capture and Protect, Acquisition, and Panic Room all needed specialists of varying types. Panic Room, not so much, but you still needed specific troops that yep, to score. you're probably going to take in a specialist-based mission. Um, and then Quadrant Control and Frontline, you don't need specialists for, really. So um, that was why I wanted to have those two in there. So I always like having tournaments run where you have um, a I mean, obviously, when I say 50-50, I mean, at least a ratio of, in this case, two or three objective-based missions or two or three kill-based missions, um, just so it makes people's lists very, like, they like. I want people to try and bring lists that are, like, objective-based list, kill-based list, keep it very simple. I think uh, the problem I find is you throw in something like Biotech Vore, people tend to have skewed lists where they have one list that's for everything else and then one list that's for biotech. Um, And you get some newer players who aren't ready for that and don't realize what biotech is and they don't take a list for it and end up not 
having a great time. So that was why I went for that sort of a selection because even though Panic Room has a biotech zone, it's only four inches. So it's it's your own fault if you leave stuff there and you have the ability to put them on nodes that are there and try and let them live. Yeah, yeah. I think <clears throat> I think the mission selection was pretty good. I personally mm. had some real hard time choices to make on the two list yeah. selection. Because as much as Panic Room isn't as... It's no biotech for, but it's still a mission that you kind of have to tailor your list for a bit. Because it still yeah. is a mission where you um, have confused deployment. It's an 8-inch deployment yeah. zone. And the aim of the game is to get into, the, into an 8-inch square room yeah. and defend it. So... Whereas, you know, yeah. you've got uh, Quadrant Control, which relies quite heavily on, like, infiltrating um, infiltrators. Frontline yep. sim- front can be similar. Uh, and Capture mm. and Protect, because you also want to be able to have things, you know, that are up the table to reach out and get that flag. So, yep. uh, you know, Panic Room is, is one that kind of flies in that opposite direction. Um, mm. So I find myself, you know, yeah, making a list predominantly for panic room and then the and then yep. one for the other four but then kind of yep. was like oh fuck i can't make a list for the other four and then i don't like the one i make for capture and protect so yeah. um, see the interesting thing about panic room is like you could actually make a really good quadrant control and frontline list that's also good for panic room yeah yeah for I've, shaz in particular because like for example the caliban trainer command is like a model you want to take for panic room it is. Even though he would normally infiltrate, you want to take him because he's one of the specialist. Um, one of the the what's his name? The, the essential personnel. Essential personnel. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, um, and you would want to take him in frontline as well because he starts forward. So he has a lot of points in a quadrant forward. So, yeah, you're not wrong. Like stuff like that. So, um, which, <laughs> funnily enough, I feel like um. In I was playing Steel Phalanx. I feel like Panic Room is like the perfect mission for Steel Phalanx. Oh, yeah. And any any sort of objective-based room mission because like you just fucking run in there and you're like, so what, you're going to come in and try and shoot me? I've got t- double burst two templates mm-hmm. or are you going to try and close combat me? Well, I'm better than you in close combat because uh, I've got Ajax and everyone else is close combat 23 with Martial Arts 3. Um, or are you going to try and shoot me? In which case, you can generally only shoot them within their, in their, t- their template range. Um, and they've got neg six mods for mimetism. So, yeah, still, still, phalanx are, are um, do sound pretty good for panic room. I guess that the, their issue is mm. the is they kind of pay for gear that is useless against templates. Mm. You know, if you mm. are a myrmidon, cool. I'm next six, next six to hit chain rifle. Don't give a fuck about that. But then you use that being pay, said, then you use your fizz with, to dodge though. Yeah, so that yeah, and that fizz counter. 13, 14, yeah. in, in the case of Ajax, 16. <laughs> yeah, right. So, he's, so. Just, he's just dodging. He doesn't give a shit. If you come in there with a shotgun, yeah. he's dodging. Like, Yeah, and even if even if you hit him on the off chance, like the scary thing about Ajax is that he can drop out of that link and go like, yeah, fuck you. I'm just going to I'm just gonna fucking shoot you or I'm going to dodge. I don't care. And yeah. the rest of the link can still stay and do whatever they need to do. Because um, the thing is like he dodges four inches and so the rest of them. So- if you do actually come into the room, there's every chance they'll just dodge two close combat with you, and then it's a bad time. Yeah. So, so I was I was excited to play your Panic Room. I, I like Panic Room. I've played it a couple of times and I've uh, I've enjoyed yeah. it immensely. It's a very fun mission. Um, and like you say, the biotech vor zone isn't oppressive, so you don't feel mm. like you're losing the game because of that um that yeah. area. So yeah. that's good. Um. So, with those missions in mind, obviously you were never gonna, you were, you weren't intending to play. Although I think 
we all knew that there was a very real chance that you'd have to Gumby. Um, yeah, I yeah. thought I thought I might have to play on day ta- on day two just for the last round because Alex, one of the guys, said he was going to drop. All right, and yeah. then on Friday, Dan told me he was going to drop as well on 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 Sunday for the last right, round. Yeah, so. so it just made it the same then, <laughs> the same each way. Yeah, so yeah, that's why I had to play all five rounds, which I didn't mind. I got to play five rounds of Steel Phalanx. I was just very conscious, which. Someone pointed out to me that something would have been very fucking simple, which I didn't realize what we should have done. We should, we should have just set up a dummy loss of lieutenant player account. Yeah, I've seen that be done on other tournaments, but I didn't think it yeah. needed to do it because I thought OTA, yeah. like you said, had a guest account, so it wouldn't matter. Which we did do. Yeah. And as you know, it then, for some reason, because it's a two-day event, decided to delete all the games that I played in. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, and, we and, got there and, in day two and had to re-enter the results with me as an actual player, which it still deleted my results, but it's recorded all the results on my ITS. So I don't, I don't know what's happened there. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, anyone you listen to this podcast who's like OTM, what the fuck's that? It's the official tournament manager for uh, ITS play for Infinity, and it's, it's worst. a bag of bolts. It's yep. never really worked properly, and everyone no. always has a backup spreadsheet or some paper-based system to record mm. all the results because the inevitable time that OTM is going to shit the bed and uh, throw mm. all of your results into the ether. Um, that yeah. happened to us. Uh, yeah. Well, you were able and to get luckily, them back. Yeah. And we kept, I made certain everyone wrote down their results, even if they came up to me and was like, yeah, my results. I'm like, no, nah, I don't care. Write it down. Because... <laughs> I've dealt with OTM for when it shits the bed and you've and you've just taken people's results as they walk up to you and you just can't do it. Like you've got to have it done on paper or otherwise it just like it just at, at, at day two, if without those paper results would have just been horrific. Yeah. <laughs> like because I, I couldn't remember the games I played like, <laughs> like yeah, there's some, in terms there's- of VPs and stuff like that. There's some pretty nifty ways that people, you know, have gotten around it in the community and in, in the world, you know, f- um, uh, creating like a group chat and then everyone sending in the results on the group chat um, mm. or, uh, you know, having like an online portal where you can submit it. Yeah. Um, yep. There's a, oh, there's a, what's it called? T, not TTS. Um, TTM? I think it's called, it's called Tabletop Manager, Manager or Tabletop like or something yeah. like that. And some systems like Kings of War use that, and it's a really good system because it's like, sorry, it's like, no, it's called ta- Tabletop TO, TTTO. Yeah, that's what it's called, yeah. Tabletop TO. And it's a really good system and because everyone just signs up to it. You use your phone, you go on the app, you put in your results, your opponent puts in the results, you verify mm. the results are good, and it goes straight to the TO. And the TO has to do nothing except to like maybe double check if the results, you know, are entered in wrong or funny or something like that. Um, yeah, and obviously, you know, Infinity has its own way of doing it, so you know, whatever. But um, I mean, it, it works. It works. It just barely works. Um, and mm. that's even after uh, Corvus have just released the new um, what do you call it? Um, not OTM, but like their ITS page on their on their yeah. website. Isn't that new? It's broken. Is it yeah, broken as well? Fine. Broken. So <laughs> I've only briefly looked can't... at. It. You can't look at anyone's res- anyone's like um tournament results. So right, you know okay. how in the old one you would type in like pet twenty twenty one and you'd yeah. click on the event and it would have the results when you click the classification. Can't even click on it to see who was playing in it. You can't click on it to see what the results were. Or it just shows that there was an event on this day. Like it's right. Okay. It's already it's already it's classic classic Corvus Belly 
<laughs> well, um, I'm, I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll. Uh, if they've only lost, just launched it, so I'm sure that they will um, iron out the bugs in the coming weeks. If someone complains about it, um, <laughs> laughs in our TM. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So we yes, yeah, so you uh, organized the event. Uh, we've got the venue, right? You know, we, yep. we we managed to get a venue, so we have the the tabletop games in Burwood. So we've been, the guys there have been very nice to us since they opened yep. up. Was it just at the end of COVID they opened up? Uh, or we heard about them or something like that? Oh, yeah, I think it was at the end of COVID they opened up. Yeah. Look, yeah. Look, look at us Look at us talking about the end of COVID, how privileged we are yeah. living in Australia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, check, you check your Australian privilege, please. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? How dare you run a 21-player uh, ITS event in Five person? Round. No, yeah. no masks, no social distancing, <laughs> handshakes, beers, to the pub afterwards. Yeah, it's pretty. We're we're, we're pretty lucky. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, the 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 venue's good. It's 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 quite big. It's a funny shape, though. I sometimes find the the room at the back is like, where do we put the tables? Because it's not like a rectangular room. It kind of like yeah. angles it's like in. A- it's like a square, and then it, 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 it narrows off at the top of the of the. Sorry, not the square. Like it's like a rectangle, but narrows off at the top of the rectangle. Yeah, like a was that a par- not a parallelogram, a polygon. A house. It looks like a very tall house. <laughs> it looks like a house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um, we. Uh, I don't know if you want to skip ahead, but we we set up tables on Friday night and uh, yeah. Saturday morning, and we what was it eight. Eight tables we set up. Yeah, we had to set up eight. Or yeah, seven. eight yeah. tables. Yeah, and then as I said, Chris put his hand up and he's like, "Yeah, I didn't hear my name called out for a table." I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> and so I like ran out to my car. I bought. Thankfully, I bought a spare table. You which brought your mine, spare table, yeah. And I'm like, threw it out. I'm like, I don't even care like what it looks like. Like in terms of, I I just didn't even know if it was a good table or not. Just fucking threw it out. And like within five minutes, we had started our first turn when other people were still deploying. So I was pretty pretty proud of that. Yeah, we, we you, were like, you, you're pretty pretty quick. Uh, and we well, were done on time as well. Like we were done with five minutes to spare. So yeah, um, I'll 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 say I'll put my hand up and say I was pretty I was pretty shook. I was pretty shook on turn, yeah. on on, on uh, round one. Uh, round so one. I was I was yeah. not uh, not at my best. Not not my best, and, and we definitely ran over. But but on the on yeah. the on the tables, we had mm. all tables were fully painted and fully yep. like finished which is great because you know usually these not only that as well i uh-huh. think i think i was the only one with a an army that was not even painted like i think everyone at least had a, a 50 percent done army like like ryan for example who really tried to get his army done before pet yeah um, they were at least um airbrushed or, or you know um yeah uh, but i think you know xenophil or something like that yeah there would have been I'd say half of the players or the guys there had their armies fully done, so that was um that was cool to see. So whereas in the past, it's often a lot of just bare metal, silver um, surfers, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm going to try and get my steel phalanx done for Burn City or Nova Corps because I want to run them this year. Alef and steel phalanx, so yeah, want to show you the superiority of Alef, like I claimed in uh, the start of N4. Yeah, so. so far I haven't heard a peep out of Aleph in N4, but that's uh, maybe just maybe just our area. Um, well, to be fair, I couldn't win my own tournament. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I guess that would be that would be poor form on your part, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you think? What did you think of the of the tables that were there at the event? Considering, like, you obviously had one of them yourself, but there was another seven tables there that were brought yeah. by other members of the community. Although I, I think I did bring three or four myself. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> half I of them were mine. Really good. 
It was funny considering how fast I set up that table. I was expecting the next round people were just going to change it. No one changed it, so people must have been happy with it. I mean, I didn't get any complaints. Um, no, it's a it's a decent table. It's actually quite a thematic table as well. You've got um, it's like the kind of uh, barracks kind of looking thing. Yeah, it's like a military compound. Um, yeah, and it's all all pre painted stuff. So, um, but the um, what is that pre painted stuff from? Actually, I don't think I've ever asked you. I have no idea. So I bought the table secondhand off a guy called Trent, who's from Queen, um, Queensland, Canberra. Mm-hmm. Um, Trent Northbourne. Oh yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah. So where did where did I where'd you get this from? And at the time, he told me, and I can't remember. <laughs> so Fair it was enough. from a Kickstarter, apparently. So, um, right. but I think yeah, all the tables are good. There was a good mix of of really dense tables. So my table, I would have considered really dense. Your um, I think cities table. All of my I tables are dense. <laughs> I do dense tables. Uh, I've, I've noticed. I think your your um, what's its name? One the the forest one was probably a little bit less dense. It would probably be medium. Okay. On the density scale. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I guess. It, I guess it looks yeah. denser than some people were saying that it actually looked. Yeah. It looked more open than it was. I think that yes. some people yeah. commented yeah. When, when they actually got down and played place models. They were like, "Oh fuck yeah!" There's actually there's some long fire lanes, but they're very narrow. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't. It's not like your other two tables where they're like really really dense. Yeah. Um. So. Um. And then we had some other ones like um the store one and um. The or not the store one, the well, club table. The club one's actually one mine that, as well, but I mean it's just yeah. Cal, it's just it's just Calstrom stuff anyway, so it's like not yeah like, yeah. That one was a little bit more open, and then one of the ones that um uh, Pete uh Pete, bought, yeah. sorry Luke Luke bought um was a little bit more open that I played on, which was um a little bit zesty the game that I played. So um yeah, I played a game on the was it the one that Dan brought the one that had, it was all like the scratch built terrain. Yes, yeah, that's, that yeah, was um, yeah. that was. I mean, it was open, but there was. I didn't think it was open, you know. No, like, no, the, yeah, which was which was quite good. Like, uh, if you didn't want to fight someone, you didn't have to. You could get around it, sort of. There were still some places to hide. I think. I think one of the yeah. things I try to whenever I design a table is like, can I hide my army in the deployment zone? And if the answer yep. is no, put more st- or do something about it because yep. nothing is worse than like deploying your army and going, well, I've got this one wall to hide behind. I really hope your tag doesn't come down this flank and fuck me up the arse. And yeah, you know, I don't think we had any tables like that, which there was, was good. There was one, actually the, my table, <laughs> the forest one yep. on the last round yep. because we went back to eight inch deployment zone. I forgot, yeah. to move, I forgot to move the terrain on my side of the table yep. back a bit. So when I deployed... Yep. None of my stuff was touching cover, and I'm just like, oh, "Oh, please God!" (laughs) I'm glad it happened to you on your table because imagine if it happened to someone else. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was it was fine though because it was panic room as well. So like, there's a lot more generally a lot more space to um, you know, to you have to move further, I guess. Yeah, and if you're, I'm gathering you were going first if you chose a shit side. No, I went second, oh, and I didn't okay. actually realize the side I chose. No, 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 yeah. wait, no, 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 no. I did the I did the classic big brain. I uh, deployed yeah. first and went second in panic room. But we'll 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 get to that. We'll get to the exciting the exciting yeah. round by round um, so, shenanigans of, uh, of we of can bed. probably get into that now, can't we? We probably we probably can. Um, so, yeah. do you want to? I mean, I know you ran the event, but uh, yeah. do do you want to? Do you want me to talk about my lists first, or do you want to talk about your lists? Maybe you talk about yours. I, I, I'm not too fussed about talking about mine because I, I, my list wasn't that well optimized. I just kind of took it. Um, 
And I found out even when I did a, because I took the first list I took, I was like, all right, this list, this list needs a bit of changing because <laughs> yeah. um, it was not ready for the missions. And then even the second list I took, I was like, this list needs a bit of changing, but I can't change it now because it's a two list event. Um, and when it came to frontline and um, uh, acquisition, uh, I was, um, I was not, I did not have a good list for those two missions. <laughs> No, really? Okay. Well, yeah, I, I had nothing that started forward and my specialists were all in link teams. So I couldn't just plonk one model on in acquisition. I had to like move the whole link up. So yeah, yeah. Well, anyway. Okay. Just, well, 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 seeing as you've already started talking about it, do you want to just yeah. finish talking about it then? Yes. Okay. Yeah, please. Because <laughs> um, you've, you've started. Bro, still failing. So I'm not going to talk about the first list I took because it was basically the same as the second list I took, but I, um, I just swapped out a few things um, and took um, Acom instead of a few other things. So it was Ajax. Machion was my LT. Um, I had, and that was, that was, this is making up sort of the first four man link. Um, then I had a Myrmidon, basic Myrmidon that's the 16.1, another basic Myrmidon. Then I had another four man link with a Myrmidon officer with combi rifle, Phoenix with a HRL, another Myrmidon. Um, and a probot. Oh, I think this is the. Yeah, this is this is the first list I took. Sorry. Okay. That was the first list I took. Let's well, go to the. Let's go to the. They're both very much the same. So just carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, what what happened was is that I, I dropped a few things, and that first link now had Ajax, Machion, and Acom in there. Who, for those of you who don't know, Acom, which no one would really take him outside of Steel Phalanx, he's basically a thirty point engineer with the combi rifle, Panzerfausts, breaker pistol, decharges, the normal sort of engineer stuff. But he's also got tactical awareness. Um, mm, that's a selling his point, willpower. Yeah, for me it is, I guess, because steel phalanx do struggle. They're a faction that needs to get up to the table to be fighting those engagements within 16 or 18. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem I found is while Phoenix is very good at making people keep their heads down and so is Atalanta, your heavy lifting is done by Ajax and he needs to be within 16 yeah. to just murderize. Cause the thing is, is, is Ajax is within 16. You're probably fucked unless you're playing Toha, which I found out in my game. Um, so yeah. And then the second list is basically just order group for Atlanta, which is just Atlanta, two flashball spots, a war core and a net rod. Um, so yeah. So the first game I played was against Chris who, um, I, don't, was... I don't. I don't. Need, I don't need, need you to go into your, into your games just yet. Just go into your list oh, okay. and, your le- and your list. Your list thinking. Your list. So um, I basically took the one list for the whole event because yep. um, I wasn't prepared and I didn't actually play any practice games or because I wasn't. I'm not. I wasn't in it to win. You, it sort you, of you were running the event. You didn't have time to yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. To, to, to and yeah. and as I said earlier, I wanted to give people a really hard game. Um, and a really a game that they had to work, so I didn't affect the results too much, if that made sense. Yep. But I, I also really didn't want to win. And if I did, unless it was against Toby, which was a bit of a, a bit of a bloodbath by accident, um, I didn't want to win by too much, so that I didn't skew the results. And if I lost, I, I was happy. I didn't care if I lost. You sort of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you're, then I was you're there to keep other players honest. They're not just going to get an easy win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what I found when you do a buy um, is that you end up pushing up players that probably shouldn't have been pushed up 
and then you end up pulling down players that shouldn't have been pulled down. And especially across the five-day game event with only 18 players, that's five buys. So there was people, for example, in that tournament, um, like Hugh, Luke, um, Toby, um, Dean, all those sorts of guys who probably could have been given a buy by OCM if it was a buy was thrown in that very definitely could have placed inside the top three um, early on. So I didn't want to do that and affect their chances um, of actually placing and doing well. Okay, because a buy gives you three points, is it? Yeah, but it gives no, you three points. But no OP. Yeah, which is killer. Like that's fucking as and as we saw in out in out in the event, um, the difference between third and fourth between you was uh the, the OP was the same. The only difference that got you you yeah you was that, hit that I lost is T yeah TP sixteen yeah. or fifteen. Um, yeah. and then the same with Val. You know, Val uh came fifth and he was on twenty one OP, whereas you're on twenty nine. So, um, yeah, it, it would have been um. It would have been pretty big having someone not get those points. Yeah, um, and, and also like you're you're there for five rounds, right? You want to play five rounds. You don't want to play four rounds. I mean, it's, it's obviously yeah. that's obviously uh, more of an issue in um, three round events, one day, one yeah. dares. But even a mm. two dare, you know, imagine if you rock up for day two and you're bottom of the table and you're like, okay, set the first round. You're like, oh, that yeah. sucks. Like, it's always good to have somebody yeah. in there just to keep the even numbers. Like, I would have I would have played like, a person just to give them a game if we had done the buy system. But, yeah, it just it, it just causes problems with the, the, the rankings, if that makes sense. So there's a chance that someone might place lower than they should have or someone might place higher. Um, Fucking- whereas if you actually play the games... Sorry, my um, my my phone's being a pain in the arse. Stop it! My bad. Sorry, I've, I've I've got my phone plugged into the laptop so I can charge it, but for some reason the cable keeps right. like connecting cable it, it and it keeps yeah. going. Doo, 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 doo. I'm like, stop it! So apologies, <laughs> listeners. That was me being uh, a That's dick. Right. Uh, my my, my, um, my phone being a pain in the ass. So yeah, um, uh, so yeah, that was pretty much my list. It was that it was basically based around the, well, the two lists were based around two. Um, four. Well, the first one had a four and a three man, but the one that I played the most had two four man um, uh, enematacos. I like to call them enematacos yep. um, teams. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just sidetrack for a minute. I really think that Steel Phalanx. I understand that they get four man links and they get as many as they want, but fuck me, man. There's no reason why they shouldn't be allowed to have one five man link. Because well, it would defeat the purpose of the faction, then wouldn't it, Julian? Well, you could still give them Enematakos. Like you could still give them that. I don't think it would break the faction. Kind of like I don't think having Spiral. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think having Phoenix in a five-man link is broken at all. Like, no, I don't think so either. Yeah, and same with Ajax or any of those guys. And I, I feel like they really need it because they they don't. Shooting, they don't hit hard at all, except for Atalanta. Like shooting, they are. You're not taking the faction to do shooting. Well, so no, that's the whole, the, that's the whole the time. Point. Yeah, and um, the whole time I was finding, um, I was comparing it to JSA because I felt they were very similar, and I was like, all right, if I was playing JSA, I would have won that fight. For example, I find myself comparing them to that. Mm. Um, which I know they, they say don't cross compare factions, this, that, and the other, but like, fair enough. 
there was there was times when I was like, all right, this game, I would have won this game if I was playing JSA because I lost that fight and it cost me. Like there was times where I would lose, for example, Ajax, and I'd be like, how the fuck did I lose him? I should have won that fight. But if I had have been using a Diokai, for example, I would have won it because I would have been like five dice and fucking 16s instead of five dice and 13s. Well, um, so- sounds like you're maybe also just, you know, that you, you can... You say that they're like JSA, but clearly they're mm. not. So maybe that's uh, maybe that's a pitfall of, of um, Steel Fangs players is trying to make them do what they're not there well, to probably, do. Probably more of a more of a pitfall for me because I was trying to. Uh, I think the first four games I was trying to play them like JSA, yeah. And then on the fifth game when I played Toby, I was like, no, 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 don't play them like that. I think the mistake I was making. There we go. We're already getting into the games, but we'll talk about them. The mistake I was making was I was just so I just had a bloodlust to try and get into their you know deployment turn first one and do as much as I could, which mm-hmm. I could, but there was no need to. I, what I should have been doing, and that's what I did in the, the my fifth and final game was I moved up to the table, sort of halfway midfield, set up a fucking ridiculously hard bunker to get through, and then in my th- second turn moved up and did what I needed to do. And that's what I should be doing from now on with Steel Phalanx. Um, and JSA, just, you just, do that just to being, an extent. Yeah, just being a little bit more, yeah. uh, just a little bit more uh, measured. Waiting for in your, your waiting for opponents to move up to you. Yeah. Well, we'll like yeah. I said, we will get into the games, Julian. I know you're chomping at the bit to talk about your games, but let's let me let me let me talk about my list, and then we can like yeah, yeah, have yeah, a break, can. and then we can talk about the the, the games in detail. Yeah. But but is there anything? I guess like I mean, it's still phalanx. So I guess we don't need to go into we, people know. Um, but as far as like from the list building side of things, hmm. you know, you you had a four man, a three man, a uh, four uh, man, and a four man because the other list sorry, yes. one. So. I'll just, I'll just say it quickly. So it was Ajax, Machion, LT, Myrmidon, Basic, Akom, Probot, Netrod. Ah, 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 sorry, Phoenix. sorry, sorry, sorry. Slow it down for our listeners. Can you just like go through what the Animatarkos are? Because oh. pretend that we're, pretend that no, 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 also, no, no, no. I'm not, gotta, I don't really gotta, know Steel Phalanx that well. So just. You got to say, you got to say Animatarkos. Anim, okay, the Animatarkos. Can you, for, our, cool. for our listeners and oh, for okay. me who so don't know Steel Phalanx, start, can you break down the, the list, please? Yeah. Let's start off with the reason I took Steel Phalanx and why I wanted to start playing them, and that was Ajax. Okay, so um, for listeners just just tuning in, start listening now. Ignore the last yeah. ten minutes of that, and then start now. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to be able to know to listen to now after they just listen. To- <laughs> anyway, so in my humble opinion, I think Ajax is probably one of the best costed models in the game. I also think he is the yep. best coast combat model in the game. The yep. only thing that I believe can beat him. And it's only if it goes first. If it goes second, Ajax fucking creams it. Is, um, and that's, and only if it crits and actually Ajax fails his wounds, right? Is the Chimera. Right, why? And if the Chimera goes first, it uses Natural Born Warrior. They both cancel out and it's a straight up fight between the Chimera and Ajax. But mm-hmm. Ajax suffers the neg three. Then that's because of her natural thingo. Um, what you mean the, actually, um, yeah, the... but the thing that the thing that could potentially kill Ajax is the Putniks. Why? Because you, they're not face to face. You either attack oh. the Chimera or Thingo, and so the thing is, is if if Ajax hits the Chimera in that fight, and and the Chimera gets unlucky, Ajax fucking kills her straight out because it's damage eighteen explosive mm-hmm. for his close combat weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, is that. 
there's a high chance Ajax lives. Um, but if Ajax goes first, man, he just berserks in and kills the Chimera and there's nothing the Chimera can do. Okay, um, but okay, so but, anyway, but, Ajax. Yeah, I was going to say, your, 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 list, your list is more than just Ajax. So, like, let's just talk about well, how the list works around Ajax. Ajax. <laughs> let's just... Ajax, Ajax, Ajax is a close combat 24, <laughs> BS 13, Fizz 16. That's right, you heard it first here. Fizz 16, Willpower 12, Armor 5, BTS 6, two wounds, and he's S5, right? Does he have no he's wound in cap? One, yes, with no wound in cap and shock immunity. So he's got three wounds, effectively. Mm. Um, he's got plus one damage for his BS attack. He also has plus one burst. He's got berserk plus three, so he crits on fucking 20, on, on tens in a, if he wants to, if he berserks. Um, and with that explosive close combat weapon, damage 18, you'll fucking kill a tag if you want to. Um, he's got courage. He's got plus two to his dodge, so he dodges a whopping four inches. He can join the the four man fire team Enematacos for um, Myrmidons. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got shock immunity, martial arts level three, which so that's why he gets the 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 plus two to his damage. So he's damage eighteen. He's yeah. got mimetism minus three, which is like for no reason other than <laughs> no balls. reason at all. And he's, he didn't have that in N three, but in N four, it's like that's spicy. Mm-hmm. It means that as a gunfighter in sixteen, he's fucking amazing. Um, yeah. He's got Natural Born Warrior, no Valor Wind Incapacitation, as we said before, and the real kicker, Stealth. <laughs> S5 running around. And, Sheskin, and running Sheskin doesn't even have Stealth. Yeah, this this yeah. motherfucker. Oh, dude, dude, Ajax got into a fight in, 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 with Sheskin in this tournament, and, and, and Sheskin did not win. Like, as in, she got bitch slapped back to the fucking next century. Um <laughs> Back to the so, next Back to the next century. Yeah. Back to the future. Later on. This is my time. It's <laughs> just um, Marty McFly. Just, oh, yeah, there you exactly. Go. So then we had Machion, who's basically a memetism minus six doctor. Um, he was my LT because he's willpower 15. Um, I also felt like I was going to need that LT order on him here and there, which every game I did, I used that LT order when he was alive, when I didn't get him killed, which I did a few times by accident. Um, then we had two uh, the the Myrmidons. So Myrmidons are like outside of the Thoracotai. They're sort of like your basic line infantry yep. in Steel Phalanx, which is pretty amazing because they get a chain rifle, a nano pulsar, which seems a bit superfluous. But anyway, um, smoke grenades, pistol, DA close combat weapon, mimetism minus six, and they're close combat 21 with martial arts level three. They dodge plus two inches and they've got stealth. So they're a really... Really amazing line. What are they like? Sixteen points. Sixteen points. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, and then I've got Akom, who I've talked about before, who's just that nice little engineer with tactical awareness. Probot, which is Akmon, which is it's a shame his models balls. So I'm just mm. going to use a dactyl as a model. A lot for of him. the a lot of this SP stuff is about aged. Dude, not, some of it is well. amazing, <clears throat> like Ajax. Like yeah, but he was like a later release, though, wasn't he? No, nah, he wasn't that late. He he's a f- like he's not like he's model. not like OG Myrmidon though, is he? He's like newer than that. Yeah, yeah, he's newer than that. He I think he was just pre N three, so uh, he was either on N three or or just pre. So he's know. not actually no, he has to be pre N three because he's not a CAD sculpt. So okay, um, yeah. So then we had a net probot, which is our our basic baggage bot net rod, which is the things that drop from the sky that are four points that give you an order. Uh, Phoenix, who is an amazing um, sort of... He's one wound with um, stealth, shock immunity. He's got mimetism minus six. Um, no battle wound incapacitation. He's got a HRL, 
um, and he can also join into the four-man link teams. Then we had two more Myrmidons, the basic ones, and a Myrmidon officer with a combi rifle and chain of command. So they're basically, the Myrmidon officer is, is the same as a Myrmidon, but he gets no wounding cap um, and chain of command or he's an LT profile. Then we have Atalanta. So for those of you who haven't played against Atalanta, and I used her so wrong this tournament, I realized how I need to use her now. Um, she is a beast. So she she's only got one wound, so you have to be very careful with her. She's a BS-15, and she's got multi-spectral visor level 2. She's got BS attack shock with a multi-sniper. Multi she's got marksmanship, and she's got discover plus 3, and she's got total reaction. Mm -hmm. So she hits anything in the game outside of sort of 16 to 8 when her range bands aren't that good because she's got a sniper and a pistol. She out, Outside of that, she hits everything on 18s. Mm-hmm. So the problem I was playing with her was that early game, I was leaving her standing up and trying to total rack stuff. I shouldn't have. I realized that again in the fifth game. What you need to do is, is turns two and one and two, you use her as an active piece to hunt stuff. Turn three, you just stand her up and go fucking try and kill her because most of your stuff's dead by then. Mm. Um, that's the way I should have been using her, um, which is the way I used her in, in, our, in my last game. Um, then we had two flash pulse bots, a war call, and a net rod. And that was that was the list that I ran for four games. Um, it felt very good. Um, I had two losses with it, but they were two losses that weren't due to the list. They were me being an absolute fucking retard. Oh, I shouldn't say that. An absolute, an absolute non good person playing the game. An absolute spud, as we would say. Yes, Julian, um, watch your tongue. Yeah, watch my tongue. I know, um, I know. To think I'll be saying that to you on this podcast. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I, I made, in those two games, I made some really, that I lost. Like, I made some dumb decisions. And ordinarily, you know, like in a tournament, if I was actually playing it, there was decisions where I immediately realized they were bad. And I would be like, all right, do you mind if I just not do that? Because that's stupid. But because I was, I was TOing, I was like, no, I am going to accept that decision. Um, and I am going to suck because of it, because I felt like I didn't want to, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah, I, I'd be punished for it and learn from it. And it was, I didn't well, want to affect my opponents because of it. So, um, well, I'll, I'll let so you yeah. get, I'll, I'll let you get into like exactly how you, how you, uh, were a spud, um, in a, in so, a very short while, but yeah. You need to do your list now. I do need to do my list, and then uh, mm. we can go for a quick bumper, and you can check on your beef. Or is it beef you're cooking? Whatever you're cooking. Yeah, beef and potatoes. Beef and potatoes. Dilly, yeah, dilly dee potatoes, my lad. Yeah, okay. Um. Actually, actually, my potatoes are beeping. I can hear them beeping in the background. Oh, you can hear them beeping in the background. Do Would you like to mm. us to pause the yeah. cast? Let's go, to a, let's, go check on your let's tatties. Go to a, maybe we go to a bumper. All right, okay. And All right, listeners, we're going to go for a quick potatoes. a quick a quick tatty bumper while uh tatty bumper while, while Julian goes and shakes his potatoes and then we'll be right, we'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> I'll get into discussing my list then, shall I? Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. So we're back and uh Julian has his dinner in front of him, so he's going to eat that and mute himself while I'll discuss the lists that I wrote, uh, took to the tournament and then occasionally interject when he's not got a mouthful of tatties. So uh so <laughs> or a piece of beef or whatever it is he's got on his fork at the moment. Um it's this makes for great great radio. Um right, so yeah, so I was gonna take Shaz for this event. And 
yeah, I think Shaz would play quite well into these five missions. As we discussed, yep. quadrant control, frontline, both area control missions. Shaz very good at area control with their pl- yep. you know plethora of uh, infiltrating camel stuff. Um, and obviously the Shaz rule, which is really useful in those missions um, to give you the points in those zones even when you're unconscious. So super handy. Um, so I went and built two lists. Um, and the first list was the kind of list that I've been running a little bit in preparation for the tournament and I was quite comfortable with. and knew that I could run it for quarter control, frontline, and acquisition. I wasn't so sure about the other two missions. So the first one is, so the, first mi- for the, the first list is, it's a mentor lieutenant with boarding shotgun, speculo killer mine layer, shrouded hacker, shrouded mine layer, and then a third shrouded now this is this is a shrouded I've started taking and I quite like it. It's the cheapest of the profiles. It's the shrouded boarding shotgun. And the reason why I've been quite enjoying taking this this particular unit is it's it's cheap. People don't expect a boarding shotgun to appear out of a camo marker. They expect a combi rifle. It still has shock mines, so it's still perfectly able, at, you know, moving around and, and dropping mines. But what I found no is one really- expects the um the boarding shotgun inquisition. No, no, exactly. Yeah, people see a yeah. cam marker and they're like, "Oh, that's a, either a shirted, maybe it's a Caliban, like whatever." And then it's like um airborne deployment. Everyone expects um boarding shotguns, and then you take a combi rifle, and they're a little bit shook. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 just sort of like that kind of like, and and I'll have to, I guess, credit um credit um oh why I had this name in my head and I've forgotten it again. But anyway, he ran Guilangs at me, and I was um, Guilang Guilang boarding shotguns, and I was just like, "Oh, oh shit! Okay, I guess I dodge, and hope I pass my dodge." Oh, and I, oh, it's an egg three because of um, surprise attack. Shit! So this guy kind of does that same thing. Whereas if I deploy him in a position, people are gonna think, "Oh, it's a shrouded, you know, combo rifle." He's not gonna, you know, he's he's not gonna push that forward in turn one, and I do, and people are like, "Oh, it's a boarding shotgun." But what I find is really fun about it is one of the downsides of being in a camo state is when you come around the corner and you say to your opponent AROs, they're inevitably going to say, I hold because you're a camo marker. So what I found, what I've done twice now with this particular unit is I'll move it and I'll purposely move it into base contact with a target, which will reveal me for the entire movement and now they can't hold. So now I reveal, I move into base contact, I reveal, and then I mean, this is usually when I've got more than one target. It's like usually a link or, or Or it's it's not good in close combat or otherwise. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I'll yeah. Just whack you. Yeah, I mean, the shrouded is not good in close combat, right? So, but, but, the, yeah. but the whole idea of it is, is if there's a link team, I move it into base contact of the link team with eyes on the rest of the link team. I now reveal, I'm now revealed for the entire movement. My opponent now has to react immediately. They can't delay the reaction like they could in N3, and they can't delay because I'm a camo marker. So they now have to immediately go, well, are you going to template me or are you going to are you going to shoot me? So they now have to be like, well, I'm going to uh, I'm going to shoot with this unit, and I'm going to dodge with the rest of the unit, which will you know break the link up, which is what I want them to do anyway. And then I just put two put down two templates and hope they fail their dodges. That's kind of and also if they if also if they split the link out enough, then they lose the sixth sense. And they can't, and they do take the minus three for dodging. So it kind of is a win-win. And for twenty-two points, I don't mind losing it. So um, that was so. That's that. 
Um, so after that, then I've got two Caliban. So I had a Caliban Spitfire MSV-1, which I used to be really down on in... Well, not really N3. down on. In N3, just because it was so expensive. He and, had to do a lot of work to yeah. be earning his points back. Yeah, and, and, and he hasn't so much changed. He still has 38 points, but... The difference is, is that he's in an environment where he's not having to kill six or seven models to do work because they're like six points. He's doing work against stuff that's more expensive. Yeah, that's right. And I think N- N4 has, has reduced the amount of um, warbands on the table. And um, this guy is sort of earning his points a bit more. Also, in general, stuff stuff in Shaz has taken, a, a, you know, at least a two, three point drop, um, which I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about. So, like, the Caliban's still 38 points. He's not cheap. But what he does give you is he does, he gives you a gun, sorry, a gunfire that can shoot out to 24 inches and ignores Mimitism Neg 3. And if he gets close, he's still a CC 23 Protheon monster with D charges. Like he's, he's taken names, you know, um, close, close up and far away. Um, and also because I've got so many camo markers in this list, you don't know which one is the Caliban MSV1 Spitfire. I mean, you can deduce it maybe because of the 20 inch deployment. To be honest, a lot of people still don't think they're a thing. Mm-hmm. So probably they'll think it's just a chain of command. So they probably won't even realize it's a Spitfire. And then all of a sudden, they'll have a threat appear that's good at 24 inches and a flank yeah. that they're probably not prepared for. And it like it shakes them. Yeah, yeah. And I'll, and I'll try not to kind of um, play my hand too much. I'll, I'll try not to put it in a position where, you know, I, you know, people might think, oh, why is that guy on a rooftop? Um, oh, he's the one with the Spitfire. But because he's also good in CC, I, don't, I want him to be able to move around. So yeah, I had um, yeah. So the Spitfire Caliban. I've also got the Chain of Command Caliban because he's just great. Uh, two Ekadrons, and then rounding out Group One is a Malignos Killer Hacker. So Malignos Killer Hacker is fantastic in uh, these kinds of missions because he's a thirty-one point hidden deploy model who can appear in any quadrant, pretty much, and just claim that zone for you. So you know, great in quadrant control frontline and then of course for acquisition he's a hacker so he can deploy next to one of the buttons and push it i was gonna say one of the other things about the caliban i was just thinking about oh yeah why i didn't like him in n3 versus n4 and you're gonna laugh because you're gonna say haha i told you so it was the crits oh yeah yeah you're true because when he used to get crit he just generally just died whereas now there's a chance he'll pass both of his saves and then potentially get up at the end of the turn well, he, no, he doesn't have. He, he does. Doesn't, he, he doesn't. Oh, have, he doesn't have regen. He doesn't have yeah, regen. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, but that's that's yeah. another good point that I'll get onto. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was group one, and then group two is a basically four tigers, uh, just the basic five point ones, and then uh, a malignos multi sniper. So I went for the malignos multi sniper because, again, for quadrant control and frontline, he starts out of the DZ, so he's already in a quadrant. Um, so you can get, and um, because he's got infiltration, he can get some nice angles with that sniper rifle. Um, he's got regen instead of dogged, so he can still potentially get back up and keep shooting if he goes down. And when you look at his point cost, so in N3, this guy used to be like 41 points or thir- 42 points maybe. Now he's 35. He's only three points more than a Noctifer is. And for those three points, you get regen, infiltration mm. and a, a a gun with better range bands like the best range bands in the game um and i'm putting a lot of value into this guy like he's, he's not going to delete yeah. stuff like a noctifer is but he's also not as mm. obvious as a noctifer is because he could be anywhere on the table pretty much i think i think the difference with the 
They're two very different pieces. The Malignos strikes me as an aggressive, active piece. Oh, he, could, he, he not, certainly could be, yeah. In early game, in early game. Because you don't really want to lose that in ARO. Like, I don't think he can ARO as well as something like the Noctifer. He's not going to be as scary, but he certainly can mm. win face-to-faces just almost as well just because he's got that 16-inch good range band as opposed to 24, the missile launcher. Mm, that's right. That's right. And, and and the thing is, like, unlike the Noctifer, if he gets hit, your choices are to go unconscious or go dogged. Mm. Mm. The the malignos if he gets hit then he goes he goes he you know he goes down and then you can choose to regen him up at any point in the states mm. you know and in, in any states phase not just your states phase it can be your opponent's states phase so yeah. he's got a bit more utility and because like I say it's a thirty five point model in in a quadrant um you know you you can really like put you know that's sixty six points of hidden deploy models that can just appear in a quadrant at any point, which will, mm. you know, coupled with like a, a shrouded, that'll outpoint like almost every tag. So yeah. um, I found, yeah, so that was list one. So the, you know, the idea of that list was basically um, confusion with, confuse your opponents with your um, camel markers, um, find an opening with the speculo and the caliban, and then use the tigers to basically um, harass and defend um, from attack because the only, the only things you got on the table at the start of the game are two Ikadrons and four Tigers. Mm. So, like a Speculo or a Fide hasn't got any options to go for you there. They can go for the Mentor, yeah. but there's a there's a decoy there, so you yeah, know, you may get that wrong. Um, and not only that, it's the 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 interaction with the with a Speculo or a Fide or even Oxy or someone like that. The interaction between them trying to discover you is shit because they 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 have to come to the corner go what's your arrow and you go they go oh, i discover and you go cool i'll fucking shoot you for free fantastic or they discover shoot so it ends up costing them a fair amount of orders yeah yeah it's not it's not efficient and and, and a player no. and a player will hopefully look at my army and be like mm. oh there's nothing of value here i'm gonna have to in, discover in stuff of, or wait for you to reveal yeah. and in, in your case like you would trade a mentor with a boarding shotgun because let's face it, they're going to be in your boarding shotgun range for a specular or a fide any day of the week. Like, cool, I'll lose my 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 um uh my mentor. I've got chain of command. Fantastic, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so basically, and it costs you three orders in the process. Yeah, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's nine camera markers, including the mine from the speculo. Yeah, plus two hidden deploy models, mm. um, and you know, with the exception of the Blegnos, everything else is out of the DZ. Well, the Blegnos and the Tigers and the Ekdron, everything else is out of the DZ. So it yep. just makes it very efficient for those um, quadrant control frontline missions. I don't actually mm. have to do move anything. I can just have it in yep. positions and um, let you come to me. So that was that mission. That was that one. And then I deliberated for a long time over over uh, what to. Um, take for my second list i really yep. wanted to run a sphinx yep. um because i have enjoyed it in n3 and i've run it once in n4 and i enjoyed it there as well mm. however and maybe this is just what we've seen so far of n4 is is a, is a sphinx is great but hackers are better and there's a mm. lot there's a lot of hackers out there and if we're running into a mission like panic room where everything's concentrated in one space or capture and protect, where you kind of have to get to a certain point. I've, I I started to feel like uh, a sphinx was going to be a liability if I tried to get it to do yeah. the work for me. 
See, I, I, I would have thought it would have been the opposite with a Sphinx because the good thing about the Sphinx is that in your, I guess in Panic Room, yeah, it's a bit different, but in general, I'm talking yeah, against hackers is that um, you have the ability to just go, I'll just t- put, you know, I'll just go back into camo and you can't hack me. You actually mm-hmm. have to come around the corner and discover me. Um, and yeah. the Sphinx is going to just sit there and waste the orders. Um, but in Panic Room, it's a bit different because you have to move into the room you know yeah it's not as well you can still you can still be a a marker a marker in panic room and i did consider Mm. being you know just climbing up the wall the infinitely high walls of the panic room and just being (laughs) like like, yeah sucked in yeah (laughs) 16 inches 0.1 away yeah (laughs) you can't get closer to me and i'm gonna aro you as you come in yeah that would have been funny basically yeah so that was a consideration done that in like three or four orders Yeah, yeah i would have done that yeah, like I mean, like I did, I did like the idea of it, but um, in the end, I chickened out of running a sphinx, um, and I ran this instead. So this is a, a bit of a different. Well, no, I don't know. We'll go through it and see. So it starts off with two ichadrons, standard. Mm-hmm. Then we go into two speculo mine layers. Okay. Um, then we have a mentor boarding shotgun. Then yep. two in two Caliban chain of command. So. Mm-hmm. Two of them, um, a shrouded mine layer, a shrouded hacker, and then rounding it off was a Noctiver hacker. And okay. the reason why I chose a Noctiver hacker was for capture and protect. It's a Whip thirteen hidden deploy hacker that's in my mm-hmm. DZ, so he's going to be close to the beacon if someone wants to come and try and take it away from me. Who is hackable, um, yeah. and also in Panic Room, it's a headquarters troop. So I can deploy him, hidden deploy on the eight-inch line in panic room, and then walk him mm-hmm. in in two orders, and he counts mm-hmm. as an extra point in there, and he's still, you know, twenty-nine points by himself. Yeah. Um. You know, when you compare like that hacker to a malignos hacker, like it's he's like ten points more for a malignos. Yeah. So yeah. you know, for missions, right? Those two. Yeah. So those two missions, like you don't actually need to be forward. No. With him. Yeah. So I thought I'll I'll give him I'll give him a crack. And then yeah. um, group two is very similar to group one in that it's four mm. taggers. This time, two of them have double action CC weapons. And then the mm. fifth model is is actually a Noctifer missile launcher. Um, uh-huh. Again, because capture and protect, having a missile launcher just you know sitting there covering the, the beacon. And then in panic room, he can deploy on the eight-inch line, reveal late game and run into the room. And he's still got an assault pistol, so he's not like a slouch up close even though he's got a missile launcher he's got the assault pistol as well so the idea this list was um two specular mine layers deploy them both near the beacon and and turn one and round one if i go first one throws smoke for the other one picks up the beacon one runs one one runs back with it basically Mm -hmm. that was that was the plan um if i went first if i went second then use the speculos to make my opponent's life hard and then use the ichadrons and my two hackers and my missile launcher to make yep. the make make taking my beacon impossible if you've got anything that can be hacked um yep. so Which and then, most of the stuff that's pushing up there is well that generally going to be hackable because it's fast well that was my that was my point there was why i didn't run the sphinx for capture and protect because i was thinking well if i were me I would make sure mm. I had like repeaters within eight inches of the of the thing, mm. and you know because you have to break <laughs> stealth to pick it up. I just did the opposite. I just put Ajax there, and I'm like, <laughs> come and take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, fair enough. So because um, they've got they've got six cents because he's got six cents in the link, so he's just like, oh, you walked into range, cool. 
dodge. Oh, that's a good point as well because um, Tigers have sixth sense natively, and yep. oh my goodness, yep. how how good was that in caption protect? Because like my yep. uh, my opponent would be coming up, you know, mm. you, uh, running knights who have stealth, and then he gets within eight inches. I'm like, okay, this tiger's going to dodge, yep. and all I have to do is like threaten the dodge. Because yeah. like he says he's going to move and he was wanting to move, move. That was the intention. Yeah. He was like, oh, I want to move. Yeah. I'm going to dodge because I'm sixth sense. And he's like, oh, I don't think I'm going to move now. Because yeah. you move and then I dodge into wherever I want to go to. So I found yeah. that happened a couple of times. It's the game against Ryan we'll get into as well. He had the same thing where he wanted to move into the zone. He wanted to move into the panic room with like his um, blue wolf. But mm. he would he would move and then he'd I'd be like, oh, if I'm within eight, I'm going to dodge with the tiger. And he's like, ah, oh, okay, I won't. I won't move again like i don't yeah. want to like be anywhere near four inches of your tigers so that was really cool having that sixth sense and being able to dodge all the time on 16s even against mines mm. is fucking so good yeah yeah um yeah so those are my lists and that's what i planned to do with them uh mm. basically they're quite similar they're both very camo heavy lists yeah. i wanted to try the double speculo mine layer because i hadn't tried it before and i thought it might be funny but we'll probably find out it didn't really do much but i only yeah. used it in, only yeah. really used it in two of the missions so it was yeah. fine yeah um so do we want to get into our games then yeah i'll go very quick because i won't cover mine much because it was i wasn't trying to you know i was trying to learn things more than mm-hmm. play the missions if that makes sense so mm. um so first up was capture and protect for me and protect. i played chris as we said now so Chris, Chris, Chris is. Um, oh, do we want to also just mention um, with the Geelong guys? Just give them a quick shout. Out. Yeah, so there was a there was a number of Geelong guys that came down. So um, it looks like uh, Valerie is and um, Dean are growing the. Uh, well, I think it's them. I could be giving them false. You know, no, it's, de- it's, it's definitely it's at least Val and and Dean's yeah. probably there because. Dean, Dean will just be there laughing at Val. That's, we all know that's what's happening. Dean is never very far away from Valerie, so it's uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, I played um, Chris, who sort of played a few games. Um, he's probably you know a, a few tournaments under his belt, or, or maybe not a few, maybe a few games, you know, probably at least a few games. Yeah. Um, so he knew what he was doing. Um, and so <laughs> this, is up, the, this is the precursor up, to him you like just bitch slapping him. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was no, actually okay. a really close game. So I had I had one game with Steel Phalanx prior to that, but it wasn't really a proper game because i was exhausted from work and i wasn't really thinking and i was okay I was okay playing okay i don't so, I, I don't need to know your sob story julian yeah, my whole sob game. story so th- <laughs> it was my first game where i felt fresh i was like i've got to really dissect this game um basically it was one of those games where i got a 3-0 win i probably didn't play the objective as much as i should have um i found myself, which I found with Steel Phalanx, I found myself getting into fights that I really didn't need to do um, to actually get the objective done. That being said, holy shit, fucking Ajax. An isolated Ajax is still a crazy, d- deadly Ajax. So yeah, um, I won't go into the game details much, but basically a- at the start of turn two- What was Chris running? Two, he was running sh- uh, Vanilla Combined. So Okay. He essentially had a few Datarazi, um, uh, a TR bot, Sheskin, an Octopher, um, a few other pieces I can't remember now. Um, and um, basically, he managed to isolate 
um, Ajax in my turn. Oh, sorry, his turn two because he went first. With what? Um, w- oh, good question. Bitten kiss. Oh yeah, fair enough. And um, Ajax got isolated, but Ajax was at the twenty-four inch line, isolated right next to his box that he dropped because I killed his speculo that was carrying the box that managed to get halfway up the table. Ah, so right. Ajax was like, oh, I guess I'm just going to sit here and kill anything that comes after the box, which is exactly what he did. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he killed Sheskin, a Noctifer, and a Datarazi by himself just by dodging and bonking, dodging and bonking. So- um, oh, Dodge bonk. Yeah, the dodge bonk. Yeah. <laughs> um, and which was pretty funny. Um, Chris thought it was hilarious. He was like, fuck, he's just like, I just don't know how to deal with this fuck. Like, I isolated him. It should have been fucking enough. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. The thing is, he gets two, he still gets two orders. So he can still move 16 inches a turn. And then in reactive, he's just how sitting get there two dodging orders? on 16. Because he's impetuous. Oh. And he gets his regular order. Of yeah. course, impetuous. Yeah. So he, he he's just, yeah, he was annoying. Um, And so anyway... um. I ended up getting a 3-0 for that. I picked up the box and that was it. Um, I probably could have done better if I had played the mission, but I got sidetracked, as I said, getting into fights that I didn't need to. Um, not taking the fastest route to go do things, taking the route that got me into the most gunfights instead of just going, actually, don't need to fight this. I can just move this way and I'll do what I need to do. Um, How did so- you go with the decompression zones? Uh, it didn't affect us too much. We ended up putting decompression zones sort of all in the center of the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it didn't really affect us too much. There was maybe one or two firefights where Ajax was burst three against an Octopher, and that right. was pretty much it. Um, so that was that tour. That was that round. Um, Chris played it really well. Um, he, he, he went first, which in capture and protects a hard one. So he ran his speculo up. And in the first turn, he, he knew he had the, the speculator had to go pick up the box. So, but I had an Atalanta standing up, a rowing basically the whole table. I'm like, that's right. He had a Coronted with MSV3 and HMG. Oh, okay. And yeah. Sheskin. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like so, he, he, I, I was like, I don't care if Atalanta dies here because if he doesn't pick up the box first turn and get away with it, it's really hard to get it on the second and third turn if you haven't got it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with what, what I, with his list and I knew that he had 300 points on the table and I knew there was a Noctifer or something I just sensed it I just had my spidey senses were tingling because yep. um, there was a perfect spot for the Noctifer and I'm like it's 100% he's put a Noctifer there um, and the points were perfect for it as well in my head like I was calculating it um, oh wait so you, d- you didn't rebuild his list and army Dude, I play combine. I don't even need to do that. I can just go. That's fifty. No, man, like, you're cheating. No, no, you're cheating. Yeah, yeah, cheating. I'm cheating. Oh, I'm using my experience to. Yeah. So, um, yeah. but yeah, so uh, he killed that Atlanta first turn, but in doing that, it cost him five orders to do it with the Coronted, and right. so he only had five orders to get the Specular to pick up the box and get back. And in the spec, in the end, the Specular only walked up to the halfway. And and then I was just able to just walk up, pick up the box, and yeah. stop that from happening. I think I think in that case, when you see Atalanta on the table, and you yeah. don't have access to Eclipse Smoke, a ban- probably abandon getting just maybe just a 
abandon getting the thing and work and work on um maybe moving things into a better position and removing the the aerial pieces perhaps rather I than like go for the box his problem was is that he had set up hard to do that not realizing Atalanta was going to be put down yeah okay and so when he saw this bs18 model go down and looking at the speculo that was going to pick up the box he was like oh fuck yeah <laughs> so he kind of painted himself into a corner in that he had to do it, or if he didn't do it in his first turn, I was going to kill the speculo. And um, it, it's it's still good to do it because at least it gets you the box halfway up the table. Yeah, and I good. Think thinking was to go pick up the box and get it to the halfway. Yeah, which would have been really good if Ajax hadn't have just parked parked there and just gone. You shall not pass. Um, yeah, and yeah, I think that was. That was the that was what was the undoing was just Ajax just sitting there just he had a few unlucky rolls but like realistically it was going to be difficult because by then he'd lost a lot of orders so it was it was one of those cases where he has to go and pick up the box and just try and hope Ajax fails his dodges and of course Ajax didn't <laughs> um so I second game we, for me I was, think we'll probably take it in turns just so that you're not talking oh, okay, for, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. not you're not talking the whole time I'm not and I'm for, talking. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a me, me, me show here, Kevin. Didn't you realize that? Uh, well, I, I mean, uh, we all know that, Julian. Yep, that's why you're yeah. on the episode. Um, yeah. So my all first, me. my so my first game was um, against Hector. Uh, Hector, yep. Friend of the show. He yep. was running military orders. So yep. uh, we he wrote, he won the role and he chose to go first. Uh, yep. So I chose. Uh, I chose sides, and that was fine. He yep. was running. Uh, so you know, after our last episode about poo pooing mo, I was very excited to see how mo. Well, not not poo pooing them. I mean, it's a bit yeah. bit, bit tongue in cheek, but um, I was excited to see uh, what he would bring against me. So he had a core link of uh, two order sergeant HRLs, yeah, and two crozier croissant things, and a blackfriar multi-rifle so that was his like mm-hmm. defensive link i think he might have had a sixth member in there somewhere as well i can't remember what it was yeah. uh he had joan mobility uh, m- mobility yeah. joan uh a knight of justice spitfire with the plus four inch deployment is that the right one i'm thinking of it's the one only in mo so that was cool to see yeah. he also had a hospitaler boarding shotgun plus eight inch deployment which was also um, awesome to see. I think he used that as his um, his reserve drop. Yeah. So that was that was cool to see at the table. Um, then he had a tech B, a machinist, an evil hacker, mm-hmm. and uh, a couple of uh, couple of bots. Oh, and a hidden deploy um, trinitarian. So, yeah. so he yeah he put, he put the stuff down and he put his he put Joan and the two knights on one flank. And then put yep. the um, the rest of the, everything else sort of in the middle, and then like the machinists and stuff were just like tucked away, and the evil was like tucked away. And I saw I saw the evil, and I was like, "Ooh, there's probably a model missing of the table." So I was like, "Oh, yep. everyone, turn around because there might be a Santiago Knight coming down," <laughs> which I didn't do against my game against Val, and it fucking cost me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, so it was it was quite a good little list, um, and then I I deployed to, to counter that. Deployed, like I said, with the Icadrons um, covering the, the box in harder reach places so they could use the repeater network. Tagas in around corners to wait, ready to jump out at anybody who tried to get to the box. And then um, uh, I, you know, put the, 
the minds, you know, again in the way I deployed the mentor, the actual mentor model, uh, as if he would be like a decoy. So like I deployed him in the open, overwatching yep. the the box. Because again, if someone came to pick it up, there's a boarding shotgun for you. Thank you very much. And yep. um, then everything else is kind of you know hidden or or on you know in buildings in, in a camel state, ready to sort of counter attack. Um, and then I uh, my my reserve drop was the speculo that I put you know on oh sorry actually it was there was this this is the list I ran with two speculos so the first speculo was deployed fairly um, obviously with the mine facing his link team and then the yeah. actual speculo on a in a building kind of safe and then when he deployed his hospitaler um, <laughs> I counter deployed it with another speculo. Putting a mine in front of the in front of the hospitaler, knowing that he would probably dodge it, but I also had my Noctiver, who was hidden, deployed, looking at the hospitaler. Zesty, very so, zesty. So that was the idea, and then the speculator was like hidden around a corner somewhere. So mm. yeah, and then we did, did we did the uh, the depression zones. Um, I put mine in the you know near his box, and then he put his on the flank, which I thought was interesting at the time because we hadn't deployed any models. So. Obviously, when he deployed Joan and his knights on that side, I was like, oh, that makes sense because Joan's got to terrain total, so she can just be like, down yep. there. So um, it was a good game. It was a very cagey game. Um, yep. He yeah, he kind of looked at my deployment and was like, oh, how, how am I going to get to this box? Mm. So he moves, yeah, he, like he moves Joan up a flank um, through the, 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 the compression zones to get up you know, pretty far, crosses, a, yep. a, crosses an opening, um, where my Noctifer is and I was like fuck it I'm going to take the shot here because this is like yeah. over 24 inches out of cover yeah. it's Joan there's absolutely yeah. no way I'm not like shooting this and of course yeah. the Noctifer rolls an 18 so anyway um... fucking Noctifers <laughs> right <laughs> Dude, that's, the, that's the exact reason why I'll take them once in a blue moon just to yeah. put the fear to people's eyes when, they, when I play combined but fuck man at a tournament, no, don't take them. They're yeah. just fucked. Like they just that that whole the whole game, like they couldn't hit the broadside of a barn because, like later yeah. on, like later on, uh, Hector's trying to like move around and he's like, "Oh, there's a Noctifer there. Oh, fuck it, I'll just walk in front of it and dodge." Yeah, and I'm like, "Yeah, cool. I'll roll. I'll roll a dice and like he'll pass his dodge on a two, and I'll yeah. roll like an eighteen to hit." And I'm like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" Um, so like that sort of happened, but um, yeah. Yeah, so like turn one, like he moved up his stuff. He got rid of the mine. He yeah, you know, discovered the Noctifer. He sort of like was like, oh, I can't really move my stuff out because I've got nothing to engage the Noctifer at. Um, he moves Joan down, uh, which reveals my shrouded hacker. My shrouded has a go at hacking Joan. Oh, I should also mention that the evil hacker. The first thing he does is put up firewalls for his yeah. um, three heavy infantry. So yeah. you've got a BTS nine Joan, a BTS nine. Uh, um, Hospitaler and a BTS 12 yeah. um, Knight of Justice so I'm like yeah. this is going to suck so um, yeah nothing much happens on his, on his first turn um, except I think he does he kill the Speculo? No he doesn't even kill the Speculo so mm. my turn I shit the bed because I'm like well I've got these three knights in my back door that I need to get rid of because yeah. otherwise his turn two he's just going to run grab the box and run back so yeah. I ha I yeah I basically don't do a very good thing. So I think about okay, I'll go and I'll move the speculo in to engage the hospitaler. But I think the first thing I did was I moved the taiga. Yep. 
using the impetuous move, which then triggers the dodge from the Hospitaller. So then Hector mm. dodges with the Hospitaller, which then puts the Hospitaller in like in line of fire off my Speculo. Yeah. Which meant mean I couldn't then throw smoke for the Speculo to then engage, because he was also overwatching the same area with his Knight of Justice Spitfire, who was in Suppressive Fire. It's still not the best, like, fight. A speculo versus a no, it's, anyway. it's not. It's not a great fight. Yeah, but it was a fight I was yeah, willing you, to take. If you don't get your surprise attack off and hit him, yes, and he the fight like this is say it's a stalemate. Yeah, that next round like he he's better than you. Well, that was the thing. So the idea was mm. I was gonna throw smoke with a speculo and then use the smoke to move the Caliban up. Yep. Um, through the smoke and then attack the Hospitaller with the Caliban, but because. Mm. I moved the tiger up, I think it was. He he then was able to dodge the Hospitaller into line of fire of the Speculo, so the Speculo couldn't now throw smoke. So then I thought, mm. I'll just run, I'll just move, move with the um, with the Caliban and hope that Hector doesn't discover me successfully, which he does yeah. discover me successfully, about two mm. inches away from getting into base contact with the Hospitaller. So, my Caliban, mm. so I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I've done it now. I'll just run the, hospital, uh, the Caliban into combat with the Hospitaller. Caliban whiffs his roll, yeah. uh, gets shot to shit with a Spitfire, and also gets boring shotgun to death. So yeah. Caliban's down. Then I'm like, well, Speculo, it's up to you, mate. So Speculo runs mm. in, also whiffs her roll. She gets killed. She gets cut down by Hospitaller. And then now I'm like, I've just lost two models and done nothing. Time to yeah. time to rethink my, 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 my whole game plan here. So basically I um, go, go for Joan with the yeah. Shredded Hacker, successfully yep. managed to isolate her which then hey. yeah which then at least least mean hector in his turn two starts in loss of lieutenant loss so of lieutenant because yeah. he doesn't have chain of command doesn't yep. have chain of command so did that his turn two was pretty much like yeah okay i can't do much i'm just gonna like move stuff you know, move stuff around get get into position yeah and then um you know then the, the, and then turn three was basically i had nothing that could really push that hard because he had yeah so much not not so much so much but just like stuff that i needed to kill before i could successfully get to the beacon and hold it i yeah. i i am um, who was i was speaking to it was um ryan had this really cool um game against rob cantrell where he was talking about capture and protect and you don't actually have to pick up the box to claim it mm. so if you if you if you go second you can just walk up to the box as long as you end your turn in base contact with it you are controlling the box yeah. So if you go second, you can just like walk like a suicidal model up and touch the box. And if you like mm. successfully dodge or 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 whatever, yeah. that's still a point. So I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll try that. And then like it didn't work. But ah. <laughs> but like that's by and by. Yeah. His his third turn. His third turn was like, okay, well, um, I realize you've got hackers on the table, so I'm not gonna probably try mm. to do this with my Knight of Justice. So he moves his whole link team down, um, to try and go uh, grab the beacon. Then yep. he has to engage the Noctifer, and he's got the perfect model for it, right? He's got the um, the the Blackfriar, right? Yeah, right. P- perfect, yep. perfect. Yeah, you think so? Nah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> he walks the Blackfriar around the corner, fully linked against the Noctifer. Yep. But of course, my Noctifer is also standing in a depression zone as well. So ah, uh, so he's minus one burst. So minus yep. one, so, so so the Blackfriar is minus one burst, and I think he was just out of sixteen inches. So a mm. good fight went to like an okay fight. And he yep. lost the face to face. My Noctifer actually hit something, turns the yep. Black Friar to dust, and then he goes, "Oh well, I'll try with that the." Makes up for the uh, yeah, the it, dice it does. Yeah. So then yep. he he then tries the same thing with the Order Sergeant Heavy Rocket Launcher, 
also goes the same way to Blackfire, and he's like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to have to do this. So he just like runs in, grabs it with the, the Knight of Justice. The Knight of Justice, Justice is like impossible to hack because yeah. like it's BTS 12, right? So I'm just like throwing like isolation, isolations at it, so many isolations at it, and it's just nothing mm. sticking. Um, yeah. But in the end, I think he, I think, I can't remember what happens, but he basically just goes like, well, I can't really move away from here because I'll get knocked over. So he just yeah. like, he just hunkers down into the corner and says like, yeah. this is my beacon now. So then my yeah. last, so my last turn is like, well, I need to get this, I need to kill the Knight of Justice. So yeah. the mentor is the, the only thing I've really got that's close enough and it's my LT. So I've got the extra order. So I just play like, right, mentor, go for it. So he comes around the corner, stands, mm. you know, like stands far enough away that the Knight of Justice can't just dodge into him and then just like mm. proceeds to like lay shotgun after shotgun after shotgun into him while Hector just yeah. stands there and dodges. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually I get like two through and he fails his armor saves, goes unconscious, and that's it. Game's a draw. Yeah. Like now was draw. Yeah. It was like the it was a great game, but it was so like, oh my God. That it was like it was so many like there were so many dice rolls and moments of yeah. like, oh God, this is gonna go real bad. And then even yeah. after the game, Hector was like, oh, all I needed to do was after I picked up the beacon with the Knight of Justice, just move, move. If I got if I got yeah. blown to smithereens by a missile launcher, who cares? The thing's eight inches away, and then I can get something yeah. else to pick it up and then just relay it back to my DZ. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that would be a great idea. So anyway, he forgot to do that, and I feel lucky that I... Bright, bright sparks after a game. After I the game. Plenty of times, plenty yeah. of times this weekend. I was like... You know what's the funny thing is after the first game with Atalanta, I'm like, all right, I cannot leave her standing in the first turn. I need to have her do stuff, shoot, then go prone. Do stuff, shoot, then go prone, and then just leave her standing in the third turn. Still played three more games where I did didn't do that, and it cost <laughs> me every game. <laughs> um, so the next round was Quadrant Control. So. This was the list where I um I took my updated list, which had Acom in it, um, and um oh yeah, the engine, it yeah. meant that Ajax Ajax wasn't going to get isolated anymore. Um, well, he was going to isolate it, but you're going to be able to heal him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. This thing, the thing that sucks about Ajax is that he's only willpower twelve. So if he gets isolated and immobilized, oh, he's just yeah. a potato. <laughs> he's a potato. So, yeah. So uh, even I, I think there's a few times he's a tiny. in ARO. In ARO, I rolled like probably about five resets and I failed all of them. <laughs> so, um, like, he's, he's, he, everything is amazing about him. He's just not very smart. He's just not very smart at <laughs> S- all. SMRT. Yeah. SMRT. I am SMRT. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Quadrant Control, I played, um, Eric, who is a new guy. Um, and um, Eric did really well throughout the whole tournament. He ended up um, coming in, uh, I think, eighth, was it? The uh, seventh. Was he the one? So he was, he, was he the spiral player? Yeah, he was playing spiral core. Yeah, cool. Um, so he came, overall, he came one position behind me. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, and that th- this game was probably a bit of an, <laughs> a bit of an interesting one. So, it was pretty short. It only lasted one turn. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So Eric went first. I just bunkered in really hard. He, he um, was. He was. He. He's, he's not another Geelong guy, is he? No. I think he is. 
Oh no, 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 no. I don't think he is actually. No, he's not. Sorry, okay. sorry, he's Eric. Not. You're not from Geelong. My bad. So Eric, um, Eric went first. I went second. Um, and in quadrant control, it's going first is really hard in quadrant control. You have to really try and either move into somewhere where, you, and this table is really sparse. Like it was a really sparse table. Um, which table is that? That was Luke's table, the one that was sparse. The table Luke's number table, two. The one that was sparse. Oh, that one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, um, yeah. is it the Warsenal table? No. The Warsenal I stuff? I can't remember. Um, yeah, I'll have to ask him. But yeah, he um, he basically was like, I can't really kill much of your stuff because it's really bunkered in. The only fight he could get into was with Atalanta and the he would have been outside of 32. So he's... Um, uh, Drawl and stuff like that didn't want to fight that. Yeah. So he was like, I'm just going to move up right? into the. Yeah, exactly. He's like, so I'm just going to move into the center and try and get all four zones. Which I was like, that's that's a fair play if you can set up a good enough defense. Yeah, um, he's going first. Yeah. Yeah, and he had a red hot shot at it, but the problem was there's that in my first turn, Atalanta killed all of his ARO pieces with her four orders. Um. And then Ajax was like, all right, cool. Only two orders away to start killing stuff. And so Ajax basically just moved up into the center of the table and killed um, 20 points by himself. <laughs> like I in, think it was actually, like, I think it was actually two, I think it was actually 240 points he killed by himself. Genuinely. What? Like in, in like CC or what? Like just like uh, mixture. shooting, just shooting. And I think he killed one or two things in CC for the memes. Right. Um, it, it was just fucked. Like Ajax was just like, he couldn't miss. I think I rolled like about eight crits, like just running up with burst fight. I, I, I think half of the time I wasn't even burst fighting because it was through a decompression zone. Oh, yeah. um, it was just like, I killed, I, he, Ajax killed his two triads first turn, um, which was like a Drahl, Kosail, um, uh, the big heavy infantry guy, like, it was just, and like, it got to the end of turn one. He was in retreat, lost a lieutenant. Um, I had all four zones and had secure that uh, and got my classified. Um, oh, wow. And he was like, oh, yeah, because my classified was uh, Predator, I think. So, mm. which Ajax did quite easily. Um, so, uh, he, he was like, all right, I think that's a game. But I'm like, yeah, I think that's a game. <laughs> and so um, it, I ended up getting that one 10-0. Um, we, we literally only played one turn. That was oh, it. Wow. Um, oh, wow. Which Eric. I felt really bad for. I did not expect to. I got a bit. I, prob- I probably, being as I was running the tournament, I probably shouldn't have got so caught up in the murderizing of stuff. But I was like, fuck, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> did you um, and, um, Did you at least like at any point tell, like say to Eric, like going, oh, I probably wouldn't do that. Or was there like, any yes, sort of like teaching I did, moments? Or? I, did, I did a few times. There was a couple of times when he was trying to fight um, uh, like Myrmidons and, and Phoenix and stuff like that. And because um, he got really like, he wanted to kill Phoenix for some reason. I don't understand why. Uh, I mean, I like, know I why because he's because he's a dick and everyone hates him. And he needs to die every Dude, man, game. <laughs> he, he did fuck all for me except for the last game. Seriously, oh, I was well, unimpressed. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe these are just like N three and nightmares. Yeah, I think it's I think it's N three nightmares. Um, yeah. Ajax, Ajax is the nightmare now. Um, <laughs> and um, so he was like, "I've got to kill, got to kill a- um, Phoenix," and like ran headlong to do it. 
And I'm like, why? Why are you trying to kill him? Don't you're not going to get there. You don't have enough orders. Yeah. Um, Did he have John Star? Get- no. Okay. He had. He had an impersonator, but I didn't find out which one it was because it was it was running off the table. <laughs> um, um. Yeah. So. Um. But yeah. So. Even if he got up there, he would have had one order, and there was two Myrmidons up there, a Myrmidon officer, and Phoenix. And they were all looking at the only entranceway, which is a ladder to get up there. So whatever moved up there would have, I just would have dropped Phoenix out of the link, and the rest of them just would have shot or dodged or thrown right. smoke. So he was never going to kill it anyway. So I'm like, don't do that. Because I didn't realize what he was doing until I saw it. I'm like, there's no point, man. You're not going to be able to kill Phoenix. Um, Try and get points because if you're going first and you don't get points and considering how castled I am, you're not going to kill anything. Um, try and get the points. And he did try for it. I just don't think he set up the best defense he could. Um, yeah. The table didn't help because- It was quite open, you said. It was sort of- Yeah, it was quite open, but it was really dense in the middle. And then there was two massive fire lanes on either side of the table. And he controlled one fire lane and I just controlled the other one. And mm. so all I had to do was just move down the fire lane that I controlled and he couldn't contest it. Right. Because okay. Atalanta was looking down there. So it just gave, <laughs> and the few arrows he did put out, which was like a walk or and stuff like that. Atalanta just went bang, bang down. Um, yeah, okay. So, mm. yeah, it was um, it was a relatively short game. Um, I think Eric learned a bit from it. Um, That's good. Well, we're all yeah, here to learn so, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, hopefully, uh, also um, as long as he had fun as well. That's the other important. Yeah, he part. did. He he as he he, he afterwards because he, he's a steel phalanx player as well. I think that's why he was trying to go so hard after. Um, oh, after Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, because yeah, I think he was looking at Phoenix's N three Phoenix, which is not the same as N four Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, well, well, he is the same. He's just. There's other things there, but he's not. He's no. There's other. There's. He's not. He's not the, the 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 biggest fish in the the swimming pool or the the, the pond or the sea anymore. Right. So, okay. That's yeah. It. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah. So I I uh, my second round of the uh, quadrant control as well, and it was against Kale. Um, yep. Uh, now, oh, sorry, I'm getting a little bit of echo on my mic again. Are you hearing that? No. No. No echo at all. No echo. Good. Okay. Well, I was playing Kale. Um, he was running uh tack. So that mm-hmm. was not a matchup I was excited about because Sensor. Yep. Um, yep. I played Kale a few times and he's a great, great, great guy, great player. He's a good player. Yeah. yeah so we, yeah, we, we ruled off and yep. he, he won and he said he yep. would go, uh, he was going to pick sides. So I said I will go second. So okay. I, did, I did the old big brain. Big brain play. Um, yeah, deploy first, go second. Which I feel yep. like you know, Shaz can Shaz can do it. It's nothing, nothing I would ever have dreamt of doing in N three. But I feel like N four, or at least the games I've played lately, there's a lot of veteran players just saying, "Yeah, fucking do it." Like it's the way to go. It's how you win games. Just psych your opponent out. I've done it four times and I have not won. <laughs> right. Well, there, well, here we go. So, um, uh, yeah, he was yeah he was playing tax. So yeah, he had yep. like the the usual like vet Kazakh link with the uh, sorry the line Kazakh link with the vet Kazakh. Do you need to yep. go somewhere, Julian? Are you okay? No, no, so good. okay. Um, uh, he had a bunch of camo markers, antipodes, a dynamo. Uh, Airman Dino, a dog warrior, what, which was yep. his uh, reserve drop, and yep. you know, like the usual, like I think he had a tank hunter and some spetsnaz and stuff like that. Yeah, so, the usual, the yeah. stock standard pack. 
pretty stock standard. The Dynamo was interesting, yeah. and the Dog Warrior was terrifying. Um, yeah. And so I ran my my first list, so the one with the MSV1 Caliban and the single. It's speculum. funny. It's funny how Dog Warriors scale because, like, as it playing JSA and still failing, so I'm like. <laughs> You're not even scary, like man. You're a pushover. Like I don't give a fuck about you. But then, like, you play Shaz and you're like, oh shit, you know? Yeah, like, it's like, how do I nothing... kill this thing? Yeah, yeah, and like the stuff that's good in close combat, he's just gonna be like, cool, double chain rifle, whereas or, or a chain rifle, and you've only got one wound. Yeah. Whereas, like, it's still failing. So, you're like, fuck, awesome. Chain rifle me on the way in. I'll just hit you with my giant damage eighteen hammer. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So anyway, he yeah he went first. Um, he yeah. his his reserve was the dog warrior, and my reserve was yeah. the speculo. Obviously, I yeah. deployed the speculo in an annoying position with a mine that was overwatching part of his link, um, as yeah. as you do. And yeah, um, yeah his first turn was. Um, yeah, like basically, you know, he, he played it well. He 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 pushed up to the sort of midfield. He moved his antibodes up, and oh, this is what I was terrified of, obviously, because sensor. But the way the table was designed was there was a beautiful building in the middle that cut across all four quadrants, and I'm like, oh, he's gonna yeah. have sensor, but I'm fucking taking this building. So yeah, I chucked us uh, like a, I chucked a shrouded on there, um, and a. Uh, shredded mine layer. Actually, I, su- I was supposed to chuck two shredded on there, but I realized yeah. after the game finished that I played the entire game one shredded down. <laughs> so I was like, because for some reason I thought, oh you yeah, the those- Julian, uh, the Julian maneuver. I just like I do that all the time. I had like I just I was like, oh yeah, those are the two camo markers. That's the two shredded. And then like yeah. during the game, I was like, oh no, wait, that's that's the one's mine. a mine. One's a mine. Yeah. Shit. Yep. So anyway, he discovered he discovered the shrouded on that building and the mine yep. on that building, and then he like shot it with his link team. That's fine. And he then had a go at running. Oh yeah, he then tried running his vet Kazakh out to like basically take the middle. I I thought why not? I revealed the malignos multi sniper from across the other side of the table, shot him, hit him, and I was like, here we go. And he's like passes one, fails one. Fair enough. He goes yep. no one in cap. Yep. Then he gets his dog warrior in to try to um, engage my malignos. Um, I think he puts the malignos down. He takes, I think he takes two wounds in the process. So he's like yeah. one wound dog warrior, but I've got nothing else really like to yeah. stop him. Um, and then it's it basically devolves into a very close game where um, after like the first round, I thought I had him, but I missed. Yeah. I misjudged where he where he left his where his deployment zone was yeah and his vet kazakh i thought was in his dz and it turned out to be just outside of it that's the outside yeah so he ended up like you know i was looking for like the two you know the two points on turn one but it ended up being a one-all draw yeah um and it was like it was kind of one of those games after that because he yeah like i really needed to dominate the quadrants and he had sensor so i didn't really want to push Shanahan towards his dog his doggos so I just like let his doggos like sniff stuff out and then yep. but I just left my stuff on rooftops and was like come and get me um yep. which he didn't do which was maybe a mistake I don't know maybe he was like, maybe he was concerned about if he tried to go after stuff I'd reveal other stuff I don't know yeah um but I had a shitload of stuff basically like just in camo state um you know I had like on one building I had a shrouded and a Malignos, and in the building next to it had two Caliban, so like, I had like 100 points of models just in one quadrant just sitting on rooftops, just waiting, and um, he 
he tried to like take it take it back with his um his vet Kazakh. I made really good good use of my taggers in this game by just like dodging yeah. up the table, engaging yeah. his dynamo, like killing his dynamo. Um, his, my specular went on a good little run actually, killing three members yeah. of his link team. Um, but it, in the end, it was just yeah, super super close. Like it basically came down to I think it ended five four. Um, with the main takeaway of the game being dog warriors. If I don't have enough stuff to like shoot him as he comes in is just going to basically yeah. do what McMurder does and just murder stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is essentially what he did, except I think Kale realized that his point, his model is only 23 points. Yeah. Or no, 24 points. And yeah, my, true. and my um, mentor was 23. Mm. So in the end, he was like, well, I don't want to go after your mentor because I'm winning mm. the zone by a point. So yes. then, on the last turn, I had to like, I had to like just suicide in my mentor because I was like, "Well, I've lost this quadrant. I either, yeah. you know, I either take him down, or and I just no one gets it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, on the last turn, ran in, ran in with the Malignos, um, into into CC because I wanted to reveal him so that he had to choose whether to dodge or to yeah, um, dodge or shoot. So he obviously yeah. chose to shoot me with his two with his chain rifle. I chose to yeah. put two templates on him. Yeah. He passed. He he unfortunately passed his one his the two armor saves that he um, needed to pass, and yeah. I and I failed my armor save. But that still mm-hmm. meant. Um, but of course, because it was the last turn of the game. Actually, this is a good question. So for quadrant control, the Shaz Vasti rule applies. So at the end mm-hmm. of the round, they still count for controlling the Points. zone. But if it's the last turn of the game. Do they they, do, still they still count, but after that they, they they die for the purposes of VP. VPs. Yeah, right. But the okay. thing was, was he was he was he unconscious? He was he was only unconscious because it was doesn't only one he chain have rifle. Regen? No, the mentor doesn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so it was the mentor. So it was the mentor. Yeah, sorry, it was the mentor, yeah, yeah. not the malignos. Yeah, and that was actually a mistake. why. That was, huh? why didn't Kale close combat you? Because oh no sorry no he did close combat me actually he did oh, but okay. it, it was only an APCC weapon so I was like confident oh, okay. I was confident that he wasn't going to shock me so in yep. my mind I was like well I either I either I either I thought I thought it might have been an AP shock close combat weapon on yeah there, I th- right, it's, only AP. it's just AP so I thought to myself yep. like well if I put him down with the boarding shotgun then the worst he can do to me is put me unconscious which means I still win mm. the zone but if I, yep. if I if I if I if he doesn't die then I've lost the zone, but nothing, nothing changes. Yeah. Um, so that was a, like that was a really, really, really good game. I made a couple of mistakes with um, regen. So yep. there was like when my shrouded mine layer went down, I decided mm. to regen it. Yeah. But I shouldn't have done that because it was in a position where nothing could really shoot at it anyway. So I could have just yep. left it there, scoring me twenty three points every round. But I thought yep. I'd try and get it back up to like do something. Of course, I failed it and it died, which then made my life on on top of the fact that I've also had a model off the table for the entire game. <laughs> um, but so those that was the mistake I made. And my Calibans yep. didn't do anything. They just sort of um, were stuck in buildings, and I was too afraid to move them out in case they got killed, and therefore I lost yeah. my advantage in the quadrants. So it's kind of one of those yeah. games where like both of us were kind of like. Or I wasn't really doing anything. Like Kale was yep. doing all the movement and all the killing, and I was just yep. like, "Please don't reacting. kill me." I was just reacting yeah. and just like yeah. hiding and hoping, yeah. hoping that he didn't kill me. So, but it was a good mm. game though. But it ended him. Yep. It ended. It five ended, four. Ended five four, and the only reason why it ended yep. five four was because I had predator and the speculo yep. managed to kill three things. 
Hey. Otherwise, it would have been a four-all draw again. It would have been another draw. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, great game, though. Then the next round we had was Frontline. So, this is the last round of last round of day one, Frontline. Day one. And this is where Julian made some very, very dumb decisions against Val. Very dumb decisions that cost him the game. Um, I was absolutely fucking cooked by this point in time because I'd had played two games and had to run the tournament. So... I'm just going to attribute it to uh, exhaustion. Um, and I'm also going to say that I chose uh, to go second and Val chose to go first. So, um, wait, you, you, also, no, you sorry. Val chose deployment and I chose to go second. Yay, big brain. <laughs> yeah, it, didn't, it, it, it didn't work out for me. Um, right, okay. So, the score, I'm surprised I managed to keep it to such a low score. And I think that was because I got quite lucky in keeping stuff alive. Um, but basically, I'll be very, I'll be pretty quick. So first turn, he was playing yep. military orders. Mm-hmm. Um, he was basically taking Joan, um, a couple of bots, um, and then he had a Harris of what are the the new cheap twenty point models? Uh, the Teutons. Teutons, yep. So he was taking Teutons, a Harris of them, um, and. Um, Essentially, first turn, I again, I just castled up really hard. I did the dumb thing and left Atalanta out on ARO, and um, I mean, she that's, didn't that die. Is, I mean, it's not dumb. Like that is kind of what she does, though, really. Yeah, but the problem was that she, in doing that, I cost myself really badly because we were playing on Dan's table where there wasn't a lot of stuff on the the the, the bottom, but there was a lot of stuff. Um, like you can that, sit on top of buildings. So that was the same table I played from, in round two. Yeah, that's the scratch yeah. built stuff. Yeah, the scratch built stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So same idea. Like well, yeah. all my stuff was on the rooftop, and I couldn't really yeah. do much with them once they're up there. So yeah, I just left that's them what there. Happened to me. I went up there, yeah. and so I had Adelina up there. I had one of my, I had my Ajax link team up on one of them, and I had my Phoenix link team up on another one. Yeah, and then I had my flower pots behind one of the buildings. And um, my REMs that were sort of cowering on top of rooftop somewhere as well. Mm-hmm. And he dropped out. And I, again, I just fucking goofed here. I the forgot Santiago. the Knight of San Diego. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he just fucking dropped it down. First order kills my two net rods. I'm like, God, it's not the end of the world, but it is two orders. And then he tries to go after my Thoracotai. And this is where this is where Julian makes a absolute fucking... He thought he was making a big brain play, but it was a small brain play. It was a smooth brain play. Um, <laughs> and so he moves around the corner and on the opposite building on the t- rooftop, there was Ajax. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll just fucking stand up. What are you going to do then? Because he only had like three orders left by this point in time. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll just stand up and just shoot you. Well, like You can't beat me. I'm a better shot than you. So wait, what? Um, so your arrow was to dodge stand up? Dodge stand up, yeah. Yep. And he was like, cool whatever okay do it and so i and i'm like fuck he is so nonchalant about this i don't understand why he is and so i stood up and then he was like all right cool and i faced it i i don't know what the fuck i was thinking but it didn't matter about the facing because of sixth sense but i didn't even face it the right way and then from the opposite side of the table he walks around that that the the cheap knights what are they called the this uh the tudons the tudons with Panzerfaust and goes yeah, have two Panzerfaust shots. Thank you very much. Mm. And I'm like, that's all right. I'm still dodging on 16s. It's not yeah. the end of the world. 
Ajax rolls a one and he rolls a two and a four. Mm. <laughs> um, and so I'm like, oh God, that is six AP explosive saves. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, that's all right. I'm still armor six in cover. Uh, I passed one save. Oh no. So Ajax dies. Um, and I'm like, oh, okay. This is going to get bad. Now, the dumb thing was he only had two orders left in the full with the Santiago. The reason why I stood Ajax up was to try and stop him from killing Atalanta. Yeah. He couldn't have done it even if he wanted to because he would have had to climb up. And where he would have ended, he wouldn't have been able to end because he couldn't be able to fit his base. Right. So I I just should have not done anything. And he Mm. maybe would have killed by Therakotai and that was it. And then he would have been really castled up. Ajax would have just walked around to the Santiago and gone, bonk um and i would have been laughing but instead i got him killed and it was just a downhill slope from there um atalanta did a bit of work killed a few killed a couple of his rems that have been left out um Mm -hmm. but i didn't really i couldn't push up at all and then in his turn he managed to um push up with uh dart and dart didn't really do a lot, but I kind of pushed down and fought Dart. Um, and in the process of his then next turn, got I got that whole Link team killed. That was Machion, Akom, and the Myrmidon. So all I really had left going into my turn three was um, Phoenix's Link team. And so he moved into take all three zones. And then I'm like, fuck, I, needed, I really need to maths this hard. I'm like, so I moved in Phoenix and the Myrmidon officer into the middle zone. And I moved in my Myrmidon and oh, I was running my other list for this as well because I had, I, I, I ran this list instead of my um, other list I ran earlier. So I didn't have Mac, Mac, um, whatever his name is it's Akmon. um i had i had a um i had the drop trooper what's it called the um diomedes no, no not diomedes the other one the, and so he walked yeah, on those guys extra <clears throat> he walked on he walked on into the zone the rear zone where drone so he pushed drone all the way into my zone so i walked the extra boy on i moved the myrmidon back and i moved something else into there and i'm like I'm fairly certain I'm just beating him here. Now we both had done um, net on un- not in a net undermine the one where you put points from the cards into the zone. Yep, the Intelcom. Now Intelcom. Now my card was 16 points, so I'm like, he has to have got a pretty high scoring card to beat that. Yep. So I'm like, I don't know. We'll see how I go. But if he doesn't put his card in that zone, I might actually be beating him in the middle zone. Um, so in the end, it came down to, I got my zone by one point. So Ooh. his card was worth one point. Yeah. His card was worth 16 or 17 and my card was worth 16. So I beat him by one point. And then in the middle zone, he beat me by 10. So it was super tight. And I only had like fucking 80 points left or something ridiculous like that. Maybe less than that. No, it was, it was, hang on. I've got the scores here. Hang on. I'll get it up. So he had, I had 140 points left and he had 200. So, 
Um, yeah, it was super tight. The score in the end was 5-2. Um, mm-hmm. I honestly, after my first turn happened, I was surprised to even get that good a score. Like, that was, like, surprising to me. Yeah. Um, so, I was happy to keep him to as tight a win as I did. Mm-hmm. Um, he still got full points, though. So, he still got four, but I yeah. he's got two objective points. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was a good game. Um I, I made a lot of very silly decisions and Val just sort of exploited them. Um, yeah. So I think there were but, definitely, uh, I think every game I played, there wasn't one game where either I or my opponent didn't make some kind of silly, you know, like, yeah. oh, this is like somewhat out of character. Like, why, you know, why, why do you do that again? I don't fucking know. It, we're uh, rusty. Uh, um, Rusty sort of and two tournament, like two day tournaments. I think we're not used to them anymore. Yeah, and the, the the first day felt a bit rushed as well because I think you know we were kind of like a bit late in starting and getting everything set up. Um, yeah, I, starting sort of, at ten is pretty brutal. Yeah, it is. It is true. I mean, like, um, yeah. like you know, like uh, only because I'm only going to mention this because it's on my mind at the moment, and Kale and I can have a, a a chat about it later. But I think I think if Kale had put his foot on my throat after he censored my camel markers in the midfield with his antipodes like because they've got super yeah. jump they've got super jump right they do but yeah. it's not as good as it used to be it's not yeah but it would be enough for him to jump six inches up onto the building and then start yeah. gutting my shrouded and anything else that was on buildings he could have done that yeah. and that would have probably have secured him the game the fact that yeah. he didn't do that is mostly a blessing um yeah for for me that he didn't maybe maybe he had there wasn't probably another good reason I can't think of but top of I my think head. the other th- the other time is that you get like ideas stuck in your brain about what you're gonna do and yeah. that's what happened to me in game four which we'll talk about which afterwards Mark pointed something out to me who I played and I was like fuck I just should have done that and he would he, he would have been a ten zero win like it's, there's nothing he could yeah. have done yeah um like so, so like anyway. How- how was your game three? So my game three was against Dan. He was um, not the not the Dan that from here, the Dan from uh, Geelong Dan. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Geelong Dan. So lovely guy. Now, uh, you, were you about to say salty Dan? <laughs> <laughs> I was, but I didn't want to like disparage him on the podcast. He calls himself that the guy. So yeah, I know. I'm not, I know. I'm, not, I'm not saying that he's salt. He was salty. He was. He was, was pretty funny. I liked it. Yeah, it was a yeah. good. No, he was he was a good guy. I liked I liked him yeah. a lot. So he was playing yeah. uh yeah, he was playing Varuna and yeah. we um I think did I do another big brain play here? I think I did. I think uh I think he chose sides and I decided to go or did I win? Because- no, 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 no. Actually what happened was he because I so this is so this is <laughs> so because I sort of knew he wasn't he didn't really know me and he didn't yeah. know that like you know obviously i i knew that he wasn't like a long time player yeah he, um i won the role and i said mm. i'll pick sides and he rightfully said i'll go first but there was yeah. a moment in my brain because i know we'd been talking about it openly in the, during the day um, yeah. and the lead up about like oh you know how 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 like how good is it to like you know deploy first go second so yeah. um when he said he would go first i was like phew um so yeah he was playing Varuna he had yeah he, he had a cool list it was um uh it was a core link a fusiliers with the usual yeah. Kamau MSV2 yeah. uh a HMG orc and also a boarding shotgun orc so it was like three heavy infantry and two fuse uh, sorry three heavy infantry 
three heavy infantry, no, two heavy infantry that come out and two fusiliers. Can I, um, um can yeah. I, can I butt in and tell, tell a story about Dan? Sure. So we, um, we had a prize kindly donated to us that was a, um, a tick belang modeled as a, like a, a military orders tick belang. Oh yeah. Yeah. Listeners. That was cool. Um, yes. it was really cool. And, um, they, the, the two guys from Sydney donated that, um, and um, the, the the way you would win it was the, the person who killed a tag with the lowest points model won it. So in the end, I think a four point model killed a tag and they won it, which is fucking awesome. It was an ox um, bot, wasn't it? Uh, actually, it wasn't an ox bot. It was uh, a Toha version of it. The, oh, the Chaxa. The Toha. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I think that's what it was because Eric won it. So it had to have been something like that. Um but anyway, he was going around even before it happened because he really wanted it, saying, whoever wins this, I will offer you fucking 150 bucks for it. Just going around, going, <laughs> I will pay you, I will pay you. So it was fucking hilarious because he came second overall to win it. And so he was fucking fuming when he lost it. And Eric didn't want to give it away. Eric was like, nah, man, I got like the ultra rare Gutierrez model and I got the ultra rare tick model. Like, I'm on a fucking roll here. I got all the rare models from this one. <laughs> Because what what did what did Dan um what was Dan's submission to that one? I think he got it fourteen points. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I think Sergey got sixteen. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, that or they both got fourteen. I can't remember. Anyway, back to your game. Yeah. So yeah. So it was that core link, and then there was a Harris um of yeah. Patsy and two Kamau. I think it was like a hacker Kamau yeah. and some other Kamau. I forget what it was now. Um. Then he had a Zulu Cobra. Yep. And a Clipper, the missile bot. Yep. And yep. I, And then I think oh, a Bulleteer and a yep. Flash Pulse bot. Yeah. So he went first, and we were playing on my Brutal City stable, so which was good yep. because um I explained to him how it worked, and yep. I did I did also print out form print out little how-to sheets for every table because it all had yeah. like weird janky stuff in it and and some people uh, thought that it was very good because at least it meant there was a consistency everyone like could agree on how to how to make it work as opposed to going oh we'll play this as this and etc etc so yep. he yeah so basically um he did he did something that i thought he was going to do and he did it and it was it was very good to see he um he basically mm. ran the entire link team into one of the buildings in the middle that kind of and just um, sat them there and then just sat them there so it, it, it come at me, bro. Yeah, exactly. Like he, yeah. he, it was a building that was kind of it towed the middle, uh, the middle eight, yep. and my deployment zone eight. So yep. you know, at any point, he could just like move the link team to the middle or to to me, and I was like, mm. hmm, yep, that's what I would have done. Um, mm. So I thought, well, I'm not gonna bother going after that link team. Yep. Um, because his Harris was fairly exposed on the other flank. It was it was being protected by a flash pulse bot and a bulleteer. But I had a tiger that could get there in two orders and get rid of at least, you know, get rid of both of them. So yep. that's what I did. Ran the tiger up, got rid of the bulleteer, ran the other tiger up, got rid of the flash pulse bot, and then mm. proceeded to um, move, 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 move my Caliban Spitfire. Yeah. Um, into CC with Patsy, ate Patsy, yeah, and yep. walked around the corner, shot the Kamau. Yep. Walked around the corner again, shot the other Kamau, and then and then feasted oh, on and see then, where this is going. Yeah. So in about four like in about you know, my first turn that, that Harris, his entire 
my his entire left flank was completely gone with the exception yeah, of I think the, I think the clipper was still there. We actually we actually yep. forgot the clipper was there. Um yep. otherwise Dan would have gotten a couple of arrows, although it wasn't a big deal because I would have just adjusted the angle in which I attacked with the yeah. Caliban. But yep. we just forgot it was there. We're like, oh fuck, it's there. Oops. Um so mm. then in his turn he was like, huh. Uh well I don't really want to leave this building, but I don't really have mm. anything to attack. So yeah. he um I think I had revealed a shrouded, yeah, I'd, re- I'd revealed my shrouded hacker because when yep. he moved his link team, he moved into zone of control of an Ikadron. So I decided yep. to try and have a go at hacking his HMG. So then he realized mm-hmm. where my shrouded was. So he, he ran his um, camel marker over, which turned it to be a Zulu Cobra to have a go at my um, shrouded. Unfortunately, mm. a Taga, being six cents, was like just following this camel marker the whole way across the board. Just being yep. like four inches, four inches, four inches. So by the time he got to my shrouded and revealed to sh- to like to 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 shoot him, my tagger was mm-hmm. like, Meh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was the end of the Zulu Cobra. But um, in in hindsight, I didn't realize what he was doing until he'd already spent a few orders. And yeah. what he was trying to do is he was trying to basically get rid of my hacker so that then mm-hmm. he could continue moving with his link team. His link team. But yeah. This was this was the jammer sensor Zulu Cobra. Yeah. What he could have done was just walked into zone of control of the Ikadron and just yeah. jammed the Ikadron's repeater, which would have turned it off. Yeah. And therefore, he would have been fine to move. But I was like, oh, I didn't realize that was what you were trying to do. And that would have yeah. been probably an easier and also safer way of you know getting that getting rid of that Ikadron. Yeah. Um, I mean, he could have shot the Ikadron too, but I guess you know it's still risky with um, flamethrowers. And it was like yeah. tucked in a corner. So um, at that point, then he kind of was like i think this game is done mm. and i still had like everything left like i think i'd lost um tigers yeah and something else i forget what it was but yeah. i had like you know i had my my malig- my both my malignos both my caliban all of my other cam markers just like spread out across the 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 three quadrants and because the only thing he had left was the clipper I destroyed mm. the clipper and then he had nothing in his own DZ. Yeah. So I had that and then basically that was um that was game. So I think it ended 10-1 cuz he he got his uh, classified and I got my classified. Yeah. But it was 10-1. It was, yeah. But it was a great game though. He um yeah, he, he he like he he had a really good battle plan. I just think yep. that um he didn't have any, I don't know, like he did, I guess he didn't really think about his own DZ. He thought yeah. about he thought about it with Patsy, but once the Patsy Harris was gone, he didn't have an easy way to get back into his DZ because he'd moved all of his rest of his link team into the yep. middle. So yep. um, yeah, so but it, it was otherwise it was a great game and it was good to good to play against him. Excellent, excellent. I um the next round was acquisition. Acquisition. So- this we, oh, before and I know we're uh, we're yep. getting on a time here, but do we want to just quickly yep. just mention that we did go to the pub after the after the third round? Yeah, we went to the pub, had lots of food, drank beers. I didn't drink apart from a vodka and coke. It was <laughs> Diet uh, coke as well. It was great to have everybody there, though. We had about like yeah. a dozen or so people there at the night and yeah. in the evening, and we were sharing jugs and uh, there was quite a lot of alcohol being consumed, and the food was really good. Yep. So it was just great to get everyone together. Good. Yep, those uh, those Korean the the fried Korean uh, chicken was nice. Oh, the, I, the, I enjoyed the, that. Yeah, the KFC. Yeah, uh, so the good. Um, the chips were good, but the uh, the pumpkin was um 
The pumpkin wasn't little, so good. Bit of yeah. a letdown. Yeah, yeah, the pumpkin yeah. wasn't great. The yeah. burgers were great. Yeah. The KFC was great. The skid, squid was great. The banter yep. was great. So uh, thanks to yep. everyone who for for coming out on that night as well. It was really um, it was really enjoyable. Good evening. I miss those. Um, I miss those. Um, you know those sort of after, yeah, it was those year day one. Of it yeah, those there was day nothing like that. So after yeah. yeah, the sort of after I'm looking, things. I'm looking forward to CanCon this coming year and Novacore doing exactly that. Like that's yeah. what I'm. I'm super excited for. Um, yeah, just getting on the beers so, on the Saturday and like decompressing yeah. after the long day and talking shit and talking about lists and just having a good old, good old laugh. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, round four for me was acquisition, and I came up against Mark, who's a Geelong guy. <clears throat> now, it's been a long while since I tilted in a game, and I think <laughs> I did a pretty good job at, at like containing it. But I was so tilted at myself for the dumb as fuck decisions I made in this game. What was Mark um, playing? Uh, he was playing Toha, vanilla Toha. Oh, yeah, um, right, yeah. And so I made I made some really dumb errors. And like errors that in a normal tournament setting, I'd just be like, they were instant. I'd be like, all right, that's really dumb. I won't do that. Let's just roll it back. Um, uh, like running out in front of flamethrowers. Anyway, so um, my first turn, I managed to kill... Uh, so... Essentially, what happened was is it was a pretty medium-ish dense table. Um, I had Adelana, again, sitting out in the open on a rooftop, um, looking at the whole board. He had put a, at the time I didn't know it, but an impersonator um, up on a really tall, the tallest point in the game was like a sniper's tower in sort of the, the right-hand side of the board. Oh, yeah. And this will be this will be Janstar, most likely? No, it was the other, the cheap, impersonator the okay. Toha and what's it called the, the Grife the, oh yeah that one yep mm-hmm. yeah and so I think it was the combi rifle version um, so and he had a Liberto and then he had the usual sort of Toha stuff like a Sukiel and a Link um, he had two Tequil Commandos um, two su- two Sukiel no Tequil the, not Commandos Tequil oh, Officers the Tequil Officers yeah yeah those things are fucked like it was my own mistake I, I moved into them when I shouldn't have. I haven't played against them yet, but I, I do not want to. Fair aware is fucked. They, they, need <laughs> to get, they need to get rid of the one that does damage. The, um, Just the isolation part, that's fine. I'm fine with them. But, but the, the fact uh, that they can do damage endgame. without having... Yeah, with the fact that they can do damage for as many orders as... They, like, he wiped out an entire Link team in, my t- in his turn... For no risk to himself at all, zero. Yeah, exactly. That's and, the problem. It's like yeah, we're, we're, we're trying exactly. to get rid, we're trying to give agency back to players, and all you can do yeah. is fucking reset. Just reset. Yeah. yeah. And I'm and I'm resetting on fucking fourteen, so it's not like I'm a bad roll. But he just put six orders into it, killed two Myrmidons and Phoenix. Done. Yeah. Like that. No risk. And I was like, as an experienced player, I knew it was coming. And by that point in time, the game was already done because I goofed really badly. But against a new player. That sort of play experience is like, oh man, I, I, it's up there with the close combat thing that I, w- w- the controversy that had happened lately. But anyway, <laughs> um, uh, so I made the really rookie error of knowing that that was a thing and knowing that Toha have like me a lot of templates and going, you know what, fuck it. First turn, I'm going to move into your deployment zone with Ajax link team. And naturally, I lost them in my own turn. Um, 
And that was like, once that had happened, I was like, all right, well, I, I'm out of this game. I, I just, I really, I really fucking balls that up. Um, I, there was a point in time where I moved Ajax in. Ajax had killed, a, or uh, on the way in, Atalanta had killed his, um, his Garrail sniper. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ajax moved in and killed um, a few of the cheaper guys, like I forgot what they're called, and then put the tequila to unconscious, which again was a rookie error. I forgot they have regen. Right. When I could have killed him, I could have put him down outright. Yeah. Um, and then what happened was, is I moved in Machion to try and kill his Sukiel once Ajax had gone down. Um. His Sukiyo managed to tank all it saves because of a mate. Um, and then I left Machion in a spot that was safe from the Sukiyo, but there was an eclipse grenade um, around a corner, if that makes sense, that where a McCool was standing. And so I'm like, fuck, I need to kill this McCool so it just doesn't go and kill um, Machion and my Myrmidon and Akom. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, all right, my Myrmidon runs around and chain rifles your McCool. What do you do? And he's like, I just flamethrow you and hit the moment on a Mackie on. Oh, I'm like, no. I'm like, sorry. Like, all I would have done normally is just been like, right, that's really fucking dumb. Do you mind if we just do something else here? Um, and he, but I didn't do that because I'm like, no, no, no. It's, I'm, I'm the tournament organizer here. I've got to own that mistake. But man, when that happened, because I wasn't out of the game when that happened. But then, of course, Mackie failed his saves and so did the Myrmidon. Um, but yeah, I was so tilted at my own dumb decision to do that. Cause I got fucking 40 points of my own models killed for no fucking reason. Yeah. Um, and then the tequila past the save, which was huge because the tequila, if it had a failed, it would have died. Um, and the draw, uh, the McCool also passed its save. Oh no, the McCool went unconscious. Sorry. But then what happened was, is that in his state, in, in my state's face, he regened with the tequila. So the tequila was back up. So I didn't really, all, all I killed was like a McCall and I think the the ones that give out the bombs or the mates, whatever they're called again. And Kaltar. he had killed, yeah, Kaltar, and he killed my entire link team. <laughs> so I was like, fuck, that was not a good Yikes. trade. I, yeah, I traded like 120, 30 points for like fucking. 30. Um, So I was like, fuck yeah, this is really dumb. And then I had, and then he stood up his um, Grife and shot Atalanta and he was four dice, uh, sorry, three dice and 14s. I was two back on 12s, which like isn't terrible. I was expecting to maybe like hit with one of them Mm -hmm. or at least try and stop most of them. Of course, Atalanta waffed her rolls. He hit with like two and she failed her saves and went down. And so by that point in time, I was like, yeah, there's not a lot I can do here. Um, and it was purely my own mistakes. Like I just fucking, I just played real bad. Um, and then uh, in his turn, he just moved up the tequila, um, killed basically the entire link team that had Phoenix in it, except for the Myrmidon officer. And then in my turn, I was like two points away from retreat, which was kind of annoying because had I have been closer, it would have been a draw. Because well, I would have had moved- you had you been in retreat. Yeah, had yeah. I been retreat, and I would have been able to walk down and sit on the console. Um, 
or he would have, I think, would have been, no, it would have been a draw because we both <laughs> wouldn't have scored, I think. I think that's how it was worked. Anyway, um, uh, no, I wasn't too, I was, I was a bit further. Uh, I think if he had killed the Merman on officer, I would have been in retreat. Right. Because I had a baggage bot, which was putting me over. Um, and so, yeah, he basically, then in that turn, the Merman on officer was, went on a roll, killed that entire link team. That I don't moved think up. baggage counts for a retreat anymore, does it? Uh, I don't know. Well, it ended up benefiting him at the end of the day because he would have got a draw. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, right. Or one one point win. So, um, or two point win, whereas he got a five in the end. So, it ended up benefiting him more. Okay. Um, so, um, the Myrmidon officer ran down, wiped out that entire link team, which I was fucking surprised about. Managed to kill the um, Takil, kill the McCall, um, and kill a Kosal that was with them. Mm-hmm. Then he killed killed a um uh the what's the little S one bots called the the carry sentinel oh yeah the carry yep carry sentinel walked up to the box failed to push the button <laughs> on two orders in a row and I was like fuck me I was like oh my god like had I done that it would have been two or draw I would have been back in the game he would have had to have killed the officer to have a chance of not... Because I went second. Oh, sorry, I went first. So, th- uh, there was the... No, hang on. Yeah, I would have been able to walk around and potentially sit on the box, go and suppressive fire, and he would have had nothing to deal with that except for maybe moving up. Um, that's a kill. Mm-hmm. But what ended up happening was is that I failed the rolls. Um, his turn, he walked up and sat everyone on a box except for the one that I was sitting next to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I walked around the corner to kill the, try and kill the Sukiel, killed the Sukiel, um, was like maybe a tenth of an inch away from the box. And he ended up then obviously killing the officer and then getting the box. So it ended up being a 5-2 win to him. Okay, um, so yeah, keeping them, so, keeping them down, keep, keeping them low scoring, I guess, or lower scoring. Yeah, yeah. Still, and, I mean, the five's still look, enough, but yeah. And look, to be yeah. honest, if I hadn't have just, if I hadn't have done such an idiot move of what I did, it probably would have been a draw, if not a potential win for me, because I'd gutted everything that he had range with, um, and I would have been able to to stand up with Phoenix and go, you just can't deal with him because he had nothing to deal with Phoenix. Mm. Um, but instead. I completely balls it up. What I should have done was gone. Machion's in a safe spot, <clears throat> relatively. Um, and the Myrmidon's in a good spot. So it's Akom. He's going to have to spend orders to kill them and probably all the orders he has left in that group. Um, and then I can then go and do my work, but I didn't do that. Alternatively, what I should have done is not done any of what I did my first turn. I should have moved up to that sniper's bell tower Killed the killed the killed the the Galrail on the way in, killed him. Sat up in that tower. He wouldn't have been able to move up to the tower to do any of his ferroware because it was taller than eight inches, and oh. he wouldn't have been able to move up because I would have had to bobby block the entrance way because we played it as a long skill to get up there. Right. So I would have just been sitting up there and gone, "What are you going to do about it?" He would have had to have deal dealt with Atalanta and Phoenix, which I don't think he would have been able to deal with with the Sukiu. Mm-hmm. Um. And it would have been then next turn, I'm up at the 24-inch line, come down, move into the deployment zone, 
And like, that's all she wrote. And Mark said that at the end of the game. And I'm like, yeah, I was thinking that as well. I'm like, that's what I should have done. Um, Cause that's what he thought I was going to do. And that's why he put something up there to try and stop me from doing it. Um, so it was a good learning game in that I learned with steel failings that I need to not be so aggressive first turn. I need to position for a second turn. You know, people always go on about the alpha strike and steel failings can do the alpha strike, but I think your better play is to get that the second turn alpha strike, if that makes sense. Because you can defend very easily when you're in the middle of steel failings because no one wants to go fight them up close, as I found out against my game against Toby. Because if they move in and try and shoot you with a template weapon, you just dodge and you don't care because you're yeah. fizz 13, 15, and 16. Um, if they try and shoot you with actual ballistics weapons, you're double smoking on 17s. Mm-hmm. If they are an MSV trooper of whatever sort, generally they're not that good at fighting up close because they're always a Spitfire or HMG. So you're like, fantastic, I'll dodge and engage. So um, that's what I found is that I need to position for the second turn strike as opposed to the first turn strike so I can use my full 10 orders to just go and murder whatever I need to in their in their side um, and only spend two orders getting there instead of like six. Yeah, seems fair because you're, yeah. you're, you're usually already getting... Um docked as well at the, at the same time yeah so, so yeah. yeah it probably yeah. makes sense uh cool mm. i mean it sounds like a good game though and it sounds like mark's a mark's a very competent player especially yeah he played, he's quite played it very new, well quite new to yep. the scene or at least at least yep. new to melbourne I know, I know he's one of the geelong guys so um, yeah well he um he ended up coming third overall um, oh no you spoiled it we're gonna reveal that afterwards oh sorry that's all right uh, i ruined it so, um yeah, uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to do my f- round four, and then we'll um we maybe quickly do round five. Yeah, my, my round have, five will be very quick. I just need to take a, a pee break after this round four, and then uh, we'll, right. we'll do round five. We'll cap it off, right? Very quick. So and then we'll we'll call it quits after that. I reckon because we've been yeah. going for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My round four was against Toby. So um, yeah. I love I love playing against Toby. I played him. I think I've yeah, only played him he, once before, maybe. But I, I it's always a fun fun game. He he has a very interesting play style, um, and he takes very interesting lists. Yes, so. yes. So this was a Shaz off. So this is Shaz v Shaz, yep. and yep. Um, I think I've I've definitely. I mean, I I I could should credit Toby with my list design. Not that I asked yep. him for help, but I know that he yep. plays these kinds of lists and i in the past have tended he to play all camo yeah i've tended to play you know Sheskin or sphinx or, or some sort of links you know anyway mm. um but for this tournament i was running pretty much all camo and so was he so that made for mm. this, this this made for a very interesting game so um we uh yeah whoever goes first is like ugh. yeah we we <laughs> rolled the dice and yep. i i think i won yeah i won and yep. i said and because right, okay, so this is acquisition, right? So we know acquisition yep. is like go second, second. yeah, go yep. second. But yep. I was also playing against Shaz, so I was like, mm. hmm, don't know what he's running. And knowing Toby, he loves his speculo mind layers, like you. Yeah, the speculo mind layers, Sphinx. Yep. You know, there's there's stuff that could have scared me if yeah I let him go first. So I thought I'll just I'll go second. I'll see what he does. So yep. he chooses to go sorry sorry i chose sides and i'll see what he does and he chose to go second so he he big yep. he big brained me so i was like oh okay cool right yep so you're gonna deploy first and uh and i'm gonna go first 
So yeah. he deploys and he deploys uh, a whole bunch of camera markers like 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 I do, and mm. then two Q drones, an Ikadron, and an E drone. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, right. So my yeah. count, my 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 counter deploy or my deployment was, you know, all of the camera markers, and because it's like 16 inch deployment, even the Caliban are up in the midfield. Yeah. Um, and then my four Tigers. And because it's a 16 inch deployment zone, I'm like, huh, I'm only like, I'm only like two orders away from getting into his lines with this, with these targets. Yeah. And yeah. this is where I think Toby made a bit of an error is he had two Q drones. Mm. Right. He should have just left them out. And he should have just left them out. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he kind of deployed them covering much shorter fire lanes. Um, I don't, mm. I guess maybe with the thinking that he just didn't want to lose them, you know, to, yeah. to in turn one. But it just meant that he gave my tigers like free reign to get into into base base, yeah. So which is basically what happened. So turn one, I with my tigers, I kill both two drones, the E drone Oof. and the Ikadron. Everything yep. everything I could see is dead. It was it was dead, yeah. By tigers, wow. which was really unlucky for him actually, because a lot of yeah. the time, a lot of the time, I was um, uh, you know, chain colting. And he was just yep. failing armor saves, you know. Like it was just one of those mm-hmm. sort, of, sort of things. Like all he needed to do was like, roll roll more than a thirteen, and he just couldn't. Um, yeah. So that all that all that was gone. I and then yeah, he, he I think he what I think I tried to move. Oh no! So the e drone. I don't think the e drone got killed by the tiger. I think I tried to kill it with the tiger, and he dodged the e drone. Mm-hmm. Into line of fire, my speculo. So my speculo was like, "Oh, cool! I'll reveal and shoot with the combi." Shot it with the combi, and then I tried. To, then I decided to move the speculo to, to like to put up some mines, and yeah. he reveals a Nocta for missile launcher. I'm like, "Okay, cool! I know where that one is." I dodge successfully out of the way, um, mm. reimpersonate, and then my Caliban Spitfire, who happened to be on the same roof as the Nocta for missile launcher, goes mm. off and has his breakfast. So yeah. I've now got a three wound Caliban in the middle of the table <laughs> yeah. with, his, with a Spitfire. So his, so you know, so his turn. So he was like, he sort of said to me, he's like, oh, I think I've lost this game. So he went pretty. I think he went pretty balls to the wall. Like he just was like, like yep. I'm just gonna, you know, try my best, like to discover your stuff, um, like just make you force you out of it so I can shoot you. Um, yeah. so you know, I think he played. He played aggressively to to try to like get some points back, uh, push some buttons, you know, force me to reveal my stuff to like to basically counter his button pushing, and it got really really um, close at like on turn two because he yeah. he had pushed both buttons, and mm. he still had like a malignos killer hacker that was like next to the box. I didn't really have much. I had I had my own malignos that was at the same box, but I didn't want to reveal it yet. And I didn't have any eyes on his stuff because the he'd like managed to kind of, you know just kind of hide it all, and yeah. I was like, "Ooh, this is gonna get it's gonna get you know it's gonna get close." And I could also tell that Toby was angling to go into retreat because he had pushed because <laughs> he he had pushed both buttons. So he yeah. was like, "At this stage, if I if I go into retreat, he's won." And I'm like, "Oh fuck!" So like I had to like stop what I was doing, like, yeah. do a little bit of counting, and be like, "Hmm." So, um, but I still had to kill stuff in order to like accomplish a mission. Like I still had to go kill mm. his noctifers and and all that sort of stuff. So in the end, um, 
in the end, I think it was like there was like such a perfect third turn. I had like yeah. nine, I had nine orders, yeah, and I, and I, and, I need, and, I need, and I needed to do, I needed to first of all kill his shrouded that was on one button, yeah, push the button and be in base yeah. contact with the button. Then yeah. I needed to kill his malignos that was on the other button and get in base contact with the button and push the button. Yeah. So I had to do all those things. Oh, and and then move my own malignos sniper to the middle to the middle console to get it. Yeah. And I had nine orders to do it, and I literally yeah, any got command tokens. No command tokens because I'd spent yeah, them all. So. I spent them all on the tigers to um yeah. to like basically do the first turn alpha. So, yeah. uh, and I managed to do all of those things, like literally, like the last order of the game was, I had um, I trinitied his killer hacker with my killer hacker, mm. and now all I needed to do was walk to walk to touch the walk to touch the button, and then roll yeah. two dice to push the button, and that was it. And I can yeah. roll, you know, because he's a hacker, so I'm two dice on seventeens, yeah. boom, got it. But it was like I needed. To, you know, I basically it was one of those like turns where like I needed all this to work, and yeah, it all just worked because it took me yeah for some reason it took me f- three or four orders to remove a shrouded with a with a yeah. Caliban with a Caliban like because he just like yeah. tanked his armor saves and then kept dodging. I'm like fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, exactly. But it was it was a really really good game. It was like it was excellent. Like we like we finished the game. We would look we looked at each other. And, like it ended mm. in seven uh, two to me. But we yep, looked at each other two, just, yep. just being like, fucking hell, that was like, Chiefs that was, well, like, that well was done. Yeah, like, well yeah. done. Like, he fought yeah. so, like, after the turn one I gave him, he fought so hard to make my life incredibly difficult to yep. to, to, to pull off the win. So those are the yeah. kind of games that you that you really, like, you, you rem- enjoy. Like, you, re- you remember yeah. afterwards. You're like, that was a good yeah. game. Yeah, it was great. Like my game with, like my game with Val um, yeah. and, and Mark to an extent where I managed to pull it back even though I had first turns that were like, some people just would have been like, yep, nope, that's it. <laughs> Congratulations. So yeah. um, that's why you stick it out. Cause like at the end of the day, I got an extra four OP and the difference in four OP would have pushed me down to ninth instead of seventh. So yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. Instead of six. Sorry. Um, but yeah. Um, oh wait, no, we would have been way more than that. Cause I'm not looking at the final thing. Um, what do we got? We got so twenty five. Yeah, so it would have pushed me down to eight instead of six. So yeah, right. Um, but yeah, maybe we just do the last round quickly and then wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just yep. we, we'll we'll do the last round. We'll do the sort of the top five standings and then like the yep. armies that they were, and then um, yeah, we can wrap it up. Yeah, I'll I'll hold yep. in I'll hold in my uh, my hold in my, your pee. My, I'll do the same. My beer for for the next 10, 15 minutes, and then we'll we'll be. Done. I'll do the same as well. Then I'll go do a nice little a nice little twinkie dinky dinky. <laughs> nice sweet. Okay, yeah, twinkie you do. twinkie leaky. So, um, you panic do, room do. was pretty. Panic room. I played Toby as well. Funnily enough, mm-hmm. um. And he took exactly the same list that he faced against you. Yep. Right. Um, and it was um, it was a very thematic game, um, very brutal. Um, so I went first. He chose deployment. He chose the side of the table that was um, very, uh, very. How should I say it? Uh, 
it had a lot more elevation than what I had on the table. Which table um, were you playing on? We were playing on... <clears throat> hmm. I can't remember now which table it was. All I just remember was... I think it was... It was the one with all the, the pre-printed cut terrain. The Caldstrom one? The one... Uh... No, nah, not the Caldstrom. The other stuff. I think it's the... It's like it's like the the, the the stuff that's made out of um plastic hard. That was the same table, right? Because that was a table that was um. Cal oh, Storm. you're right. That was yeah. It was Calstrom yeah, plus Calstrom plus on the that side. Stuff. He was on the Calstrom side stuff, and I was on the plastic craft stuff. That's why. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. So he went first, and he basically moved into the um moved up to the 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 point the. The um the room in panic room, mm-hmm. um and moved an Inkadron in there with a TR bot. I think he was very cautious of overcommitting. He, the problem that he had was is that he, he I really castled, and he knew that if he moved in there because of the way panic room is, you can literally move up there and not get shot most of the time. Yeah, and he didn't want to put out much arrows because of Atalanta. Atalanta was hiding. Yeah, he was like, "Fuck! If I leave out arrows, Atalanta's just going to kill them." And if I move too hard into the, 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 it was a really hard mission for him. Like steel phalanx are just, it's just the fucking perfect mission for him. Mm, um, yeah. And so essentially what happened was, is that I moved into the, um, in my turn, I moved up into the, the room, cleared out what he had in there, cleared out the TR bot. Atalanta killed a few things that were standing out in reaction. And I set up Phoenix, the two Myrmidons and the Myrmidon officer. Phoenix was in there to to basically get me it. Um, so I got more points, but we both got uh, the um, the the oh, officer. The, the, yeah, the essential personnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we both got that. I can't remember how he got it. Now he had he must have had something in there. Maybe the Caliban chain of command. Nah, it wasn't. It was something else. I can't remember now. Okay. Um, but yeah, we we ended up with a point each. And then yeah. in his turn, he was like, fuck, I need to clear these guys out. And so he ran in a Sheskin link with, um, sorry, I went first and he went second. That's why. So turn two, he moved in Sheskin with the link team with Victor Messa. Oh, yeah, because he was running a boarding action Sheskin, wasn't he? So turn one. Yeah. No, no, he was running the normal Sheskin. Oh, okay. Yeah. So in his turn, he moved in Sheskin. This is still turn one. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, I managed... This is right. That's exactly what happened. I didn't move into the box. I was hoping he would move in and then I would dodge in with uh, Arrow. Ah. So he moved in and then I dodged in with Arrow with Phoenix and the two Myrmidons and he was like, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm like, yeah, this is, this is not much fun. And then he was like, all right, I'm going to move and try and shoot you. And Sheskin is not actually shooting very well in that scenario because she's negative nine. Um, and I'm throwing smoke on 17. So I fucking, she's shooting. I fucking throw my smoke grenades, smoke up in front of her. She moves out of the smoke. I fucking throw my smoke grenades. And like, I ended up smoking up the whole fucking building. And he's like, I've got no orders left. And I, he hadn't killed any of my stuff. I hadn't killed any of his stuff. My turn happens. Um, turn two. Um, Ajax is like, I can batter up time. <laughs> and um, 
<laughs> he, uh, he walks up and proceeds to kill everything that was in the room, which was Sheskin, Victor Mesa, um, and all that kind of stuff. And then it was sort of end of turn two, and Toby was like, yeah, there's not, not a lot I can do here. And he was just looking at Ajax, and he was like, dude, that guy's fucked. Like, mm. he's just... Like <clears throat> the beast. It's such a it's such a weird feeling to have because you have close combat monsters and people call things like Shinobu, Sheskin and stuff like that close combat monsters in the game mm. that like run into base contact with most average stuff and just annihilate them. It's another thing altogether to have the close combat monster, which is Ajax, who runs into close combat with close combat monsters and goes, <laughs> That's cute. Bang. Yeah, it's because of like, the natural born warrior. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the fact that he walked in, made Sheskin close combat 21, and I was 27. So I rolled a three, and Toby was like, fuck, that's really low. And then he rolled a five, and he's like, fuck, yeah, I beat you. And I'm like, oh, actually, no. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, what? And then he realized that the plus seven, and he was like, fuck. <laughs> um, so I'm like, the, I don't know what the odds are, but the odds are really low. Like, hey, I would have to roll really low on him really high. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, Sheskin died very quickly when he got hit. She got hit by a hammer. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was that was that game. Um, it ended up being, I think, a ten-one or ten-zero to me. Um, no, it wouldn't. It couldn't have been, unless we scored it wrong. Maybe like an eight. I, I can't even see the results because I'm not on here for some reason. Oh yeah, there we go. Oh no, because I got I got Predator again. <laughs> Or something like that. I, I remember I got an extra point. So it was 10, 10 1. Excellent. Um, so yeah, it was a good game. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely got Predator again because I remember I killed three models and I got the thing out. So um, yeah, I like, I like, I like Predator. I think we, something we discovered during the weekend was, well, not discovered, but noted was that yep. um, Predator, you don't actually have to reveal it until the end of the game. Yeah. So you can do it and like have it as like an ace up your sleeve and be like, here you go, here's two points. Yeah, yeah, because like Sorry. I mean, and, and and it makes sense because there's other things, who, other other cards. Who was in the playing? Game. Who was playing that like that happened where Predator dropped and it won? It swung. Think, I think and it they was, were like, fuck. It was. I think it was Ryan versus Val because. Um, yeah, yeah, that's they, right. they, they, they had done. They had done the count up, and I think yeah. Ryan was like, "Oh yeah, I beat you by one point or something." And Val and then, was like, and "Val was like, no, you guys. don't." And yeah. he was like. Fuck, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, that feels dirty." But it, I think it's just the way the card works. It's like it's the way it's the like, card's written. Yeah, yeah. it's not like uh, it's, yeah. it's not like coup de gras when you do the mm. extreme prejudice. You like go, "Okay, I've got it." You know, I've done the extreme prejudice. Here it is. Um, yeah. Predator does say at the end of the game. So yeah, I'm like, ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the same for like yeah. re- like rescue and um, the other one. I think the one. difference with those ones, though, it's kind of obvious because you've picked someone up. Yeah, and, and like, you and you usually save it for turn three anyway. Yeah, exactly. Whereas exactly. Predator, you can literally do it all in turn one and then not tell your yeah. opponent until the end of the game, which, yeah. I don't know, like it feels dirty, but then it's only because I, that I've always just like flipped it over as soon as I've gotten the third kill. Yeah, it feels dirty because people... Um, it's not dirty though. I'm, used, not, I'm not saying yeah, that, yeah. that like what what, what Val did they're was used dirty. To but... The idea of, of of those cards being shown as soon as you get them. Yes. But people don't realize they they're all different. Like that. I think that's the old cards that used to be like that. The new ones they all have their very own specific requirements. Like yeah. it says, you reveal this when you do it, or you reveal it at the end of the game. Yeah. Like it says that. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. If yeah. You, if you've got it. Yeah. So mm. uh, my. 
round five was for the second was on the second top table against Ryan. Yep, you and you and big big raw dog. Yep. having a showdown. Yep, um, it was a very close game by the looks of it. It was a very close game. Although honestly, it was I'd I'd lost from turn one. I just tried real. I just yep. fought real hard to um, get myself some points. So uh, it was yep. yep. So he's running vanilla Yu Cheng, and we both uh, knew- was he? I thought he yes. was running. Okay. Nah, yeah, Vanilla Yu Cheng, yeah. and we both knew each other's lists because we'd both been sharing our lists and like trying to like figure out ways to like. Like bear it. me at CanCon where we both knew each other's yeah, lists and we, we're like, oh fuck, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> except, except in Ryan's case, um, the cheeky bastard, he had two lists that on the cur- uh, the courtesy list, both yep. courtesy lists look identical, but the actual exactly list like- is slightly different. And then, it was exactly like Gav to me, where he changed out a speculo, sorry, Noctify for a speculo. Right, but no, this is even me. better. Like this is literally, if you yeah. look at the courtesy list, they're the same, and yeah. and when you when you when you look at them on the table, they're the same. And um, yeah. we're deploying, and I'm like, and Ryan's like, oh hey bro, yeah, this is the same list you played against me on Thursday night, and I'm like, oh yeah, this, <laughs> this is this is the same list that you played that I played against you on Thursday night. And he's like, oh yeah, cool, cool, cool. So yeah. and then and then like you know halfway and, th- and then halfway through turn one I'm like this isn't the same list you lying bastard and he's like because <laughs> it oh, looks got- it looks the same it totally yeah. looks the same but yeah he yeah. got he got he got me good so um uh, but yeah. it was fun it was fun though because so I ran the two speculal lists again this time and I yeah. um uh, what happened this time I think I won no. What the fuck happened? He went first. Yep. So I must have chosen... Oh, yeah, no, I did the big brain thing again, where I deployed first and went second. Uh... <laughs> Make it a mockery of it, because like, I'm like, yeah, I haven't won it ever doing it. If you yeah. ask Gav or Rob, they'd be like, yeah, it's dumb. And you're like, yeah, no, I'll just do I'll it. Just do it again. Okay? You can do it, yeah. though. I mean, I've won. I've yeah. done it. Th- I've done it. Shaz, Shaz and Ariadne yeah. are probably the best at doing it. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I've done it. It happened three times in this tournament and I yeah. won one a mm-hmm. one one a one one doing it I won one having someone do it to their to themselves and then yeah. I lost one when I did it so this is the one yeah. that I lose um so he yeah so he his his list is uh is a blue wolf four yeah. Quang Shi Quang Shi controller two monks uh a long yeah um fucking a Xian HMG yeah. Uh, few other bits and pieces I forget now what they are a Libertos um, yeah. blah 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 other stuff right other shit oh and um, Crick, Crick Cochram who is uh, who Cochran. is who is really really good um, so anyway he yeah so he deploys I deploy I then decide to over infiltrate my Speculo which in Panic yeah. Room is great because on a 9 you can just deploy anywhere the fuck you want but it's on a 9 so yeah. I was like, which I, is what happened in our game with Toby as well. I forgot that he he failed his speculate roll. Oh, he failed. Well, I passed. Yeah. Um, oh. So I deployed a mine, looking at a bunch of his Quang Shi, and then put my speculo yep. in a position that what that conveniently, if someone were to say, I don't know, try to discover the speculo, would yep. put him in line of fire of my Noctifer. Of a Noctifer. Yay! Yep. So which is what right? I mean, I didn't really think about it too closely i didn't really think about exactly the line that i would need to be but i thought well if i'm up here if you want to get up here you're gonna to have to like move into this line of fire 
and I was fine. Yep. So he counter deployed his blue wolf looking at my speculo, and I was like, mm, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yep. So first order of the game, he well, he cancels all his impetuous, obviously, because otherwise his Kwang Shi are gonna get um Rick rolled. And yep. he vaults his blue wolf up on a crate to look at my speculo and then vaults back down yep. again. And he's like, arrows, and I'm like well, the mine goes off on your blue wolf, and my Noctifer reveals and shoots you with a missile. And he's like, hmm. Uh, Sad reaction. <laughs> so I think he tries to dodge or something, and yeah. he fails to dodge. My Noctifer hits, and I'm like, hey. oh boy, here we go. And he rolls yeah. an 18, a 19, and a 13. And I'm like, bah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, the, no, 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 he didn't roll a 13. He rolled like a, a 5. But he rolled. Okay. A th- I think he, re- he rolled a thirteen for the mine. So he took four yep. saves and three saved three out of the four of them. So only lost a wound, which is fine. You know, I'm just glad the Noctiver hit. Um, yeah. Like Cockram's right there, and he's like, yeah. But he's also yeah. a man. He's also a man tag, isn't it? So it's like, ooh, do you want to so do that? It's, it's, it's yeah. risky. So his first turn is kind of um, a little bit neutered because of that. So I was quite happy. Yeah. Like he spent a lot of the turn. Um, discovering the speculo and trying to kill the speculo. My speculo somehow manages to like tank three armor saves from a Spitfire, uh, which is great. And yeah. eventually he goes down. He then tries to take out my um, Noctifer. My Noctifer with what I thought was a Shen warrior mm-hmm. turns out not to be. Turns out actually to be a um, a um, fucking what do you call him? Chain Gao. Oh yeah, yeah. So a Chain Gao killer hacker. So I'm like, oh, yep. cool. So that's not going to take out my Noctiver. And he's like, no, yep. but this Hack Tau will. So he <laughs> reveals a Hack Tau HMG and has a yep. go at my Noctiver. Fails, fails to kill it. Um, I think I actually tank the armor saves and go prone. And then he yep. act- and then he just puts the Hack Tau into the panic room, recamouflages, and then hands turn yep. over to me. And then yep. basically the rest of the turn, the rest of the game is me going, how the fuck do I get this Hack Tau out of here? <laughs> it's that's, really. That's- yeah. That's the, that's what I found against Toby with Shaz is that they're like, how do I do this? Like, how do I, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I had my Taggers, so I moved my Taggers in, but Taggers are only whip 11. So I try mm. to intuitive attack, fail to intuitive attack. Then mm. I um, I do a silly thing at this point, actually. I, I decide to coordinate order, move both my Caliban and both my mm. Echadrons into the room thinking that, yeah. okay, well, I've got Caliban because they're chain of command, that'll get me a point. They're also good in CC, so I can, like, dissect the Hacktow if I can discover him, fail yeah. to discover him uh, with everything, so I just can't get him out of his camo state. Wow. So yeah. um, I move my Echadrons outside, the, like, I keep my Echadrons outside the room, but within, like... How many, against- how many command tokens did you have? I had four, and I spent, like, one on converting the Tiger's order. Which, did you have one left when you did that combined order in? Uh, I still, yeah, I still, I still had some left. Like I had, I had to. Do- Why didn't you just move in with those guys, get the Caliban in there, and then with the three of them spend another combined order, discover shoot? Um, I think because I didn't have enough orders to 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 oh, like, yeah. I didn't have because he was because he was um because we put stuff in the room, so he was like, yep. he was like behind a crate prone, so I needed to like yep. get to the other side of the room to see him. Yep. So like the, the the amount of orders I needed to do to like do a discover yeah. shoot, I'd have to like move, discover, right. or move. Right. It wasn't in. like he was in the open sort of. Yeah, a thing. nah, nah. Yeah. He was like yeah. tucked. He was tucked behind a, a a wall, so I couldn't actually get him to him easily. 
Um, yep. And then I thought, well, I'll put that, I'll put a Necadron up against the wall. So if he moves anything in there, then at least I'll get it's like, like free, I'll, I'll, well, no, I'll get free hacks because I'll use yep. the repeater. Um, yeah. Because I knew he had a blue wolf. I knew the hack tau. Both of them are hackable, so yep. figured that would work. Um, and then yeah, like his turn, he just moves monks in, and I, this is a, this mm. is a mis- this is a mistake I make. So I've got yep. two Caliban in here. They're both of them are camouflaged. But I've also yep. got two Tagas in there because I'm thinking, well, Tagas are great in this room because they can dodge and chain coal and stuff like that. Mm. And of course, and of course, Great for template weapons to go through that. Yeah. So that's yeah. what happens. So he rocks. He yep. walks a monk in, and I'm like, oh, you're. Oh no! So he's like, yep. I'm gonna chain rifle your Taiga, and oh look, it also oh, hits your okay. Caliban. Yes. And I'm like, yeah. So yep. you know, I'm forced to dodge. Um, yep. But basically, like he spends his whole second turn just doing that, getting rid of. Um, he only actually gets rid of one Caliban, which I'm quite happy about. So I still managed to um, hold on to that room. I actually managed to beat him in, the, in turn one because I got both Caliban and both Tigers, which beat his his hack yep. tau. Then oh, okay. turn two, he clears everything out of the room, and then my turn two, I move my Noctivers into the room, which which then beats hit, which 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 then which then beats his Hacktail again, and then his yep. third turn, he just clears my Noctivers out of the room, yep. and then my third then my third turn, I run my have left. <laughs> I have nothing left except for a mentor, yeah. so I run my mentor lieutenant into the room, which gets yeah. me another point plus my plus my classify, which gets me six points, and then he yep. finishes the game on eight because he's got way more TP uh, VP than I do. So yep. even though so so it was like so like round one turn one was like two one to me, yeah. Then round two was four two to me, and then yep. round three was like six, but then he obviously got his classified. Oh yep. no wait I'm no wait sorry I must have gotten seven points because I got my classified. Oh no oh, no sure. no oh no it no was so, eight six. Oh no yeah no it was it was, I only got one point in turn three because I didn't have yep. more points in him in the zone. I just had yep. my lieutenant in there, plus my classifier, which, gave, which is what gave me six. Yeah, so mm. um, it was really close. I just I, um, I had a game plan going in to not contest the room until turn three. Yeah. Like, you know, to put stuff in there, but not really try too hard. Like, try, yep. to, try to keep stuff alive and yep. just make his life difficult. But turn yep. one, turn one, I just throw, like, 80 points into the room. And then it all it dies. dies. And I'm like, yeah. oh, you fucking idiot, Kevin. Like, why did you do that? <laughs> I'm like, just sitting there just going, why did I and do then that? You, and, then, and then you threw another 80 points in there yeah. and it all dies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, yeah. and, and meanwhile, my second speculo is just hanging out next to the beacon, just going, do, 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 do. And I'm like, you, you should have been in the room because you're an impersonator. He can't put yep. a, he can't put a chain rifle over the top of you. But, nope. but in, in, my def- in my defense, and it's a, this is a weak defense, is... I, like I said earlier in the cast, I forgot to reset the deployment zones of the yep. table, so yep. I had literally nowhere to hide any of my stuff. Yep. Like if I wanted it to be on the eight-inch eight line, it needed to be in the open. So I, yep. I had to like I had to like hide a lot of stuff, which meant then meant on my turn I had a lot further for a lot of it to go. Like I had to spend yeah. more orders in order to get it there. So I just had to like yep. leave some stuff behind in order to get what I needed into the room. But in yep. hindsight, I should have. I should have put the speculo. I should have just like, oh, I'll put the speculo in the middle because no one's mm. going to try and discover it. They'll, they'll probably, you know. Anyway, so that was my mistake. Um, uh, to having- be fair, it was the fifth round of a five-round tournament of two days, and your brain is mushed by then. Well, I was pretty happy that I came out of the game eight-six after like yeah. basically getting, you know, just getting my getting my teeth kicked in um, yeah. every round. I was like. 
Uh, I feel I felt good about the the result. Honestly, mm. it was good. Yeah, yeah. So that was well, that. I mean, that was that. Yeah, that was that. Five the, um, <laughs> the results were um, were pretty interesting because we had um, um, Hector with military orders come first. Yeah. In the end, the, so the top table. So here's my first the top table was military orders versus military orders. So it was, won yeah. That, it so, was going to be a military orders win. So true. yeah, Val, Val, um, v, Val v Hector. They were both uh, both MO players. Very different lists, though. Val, I think. Yeah, very very different. Like yeah, not 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 at all similar. No. Um, then in turn in 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 second we had Ryan third, um, Mark uh, fourth. With, with none other than Toha. Kevin himself Elizabeth with Toha. Yeah. And yep. then I just missed out. In, in, just missed out on the podium. Yep, yep. On fourth with Shaz, and then um, Val in fifth. Uh, me in sixth, which doesn't really count because <laughs> I was running the tournament. Um, uh, it's interesting that um, inside that that uh, apart from Val and Hector being obviously two military orders, there was a really interesting, like good spread. Like we had me with um, still phalanx, uh, still phalanx ALF, you know. You with um, uh, Shaz, uh, Shaz uh, Toha, uh, Eugene, Pano. So it was a really good spread of um, of various factions. I think the only double up we might have had was military orders uh, in the top five, but we had obviously two Shaz players in the in oh, two the, Shaz in the, yep. in the tournament as a whole. We yep. had we had well we had a spiral and a Toha player. Ah, uh, it had, doesn't count. They're yeah, two different. they're two different. Uh, we did. We did have a vanilla pano. Who I know the the shock horror of that. I know vanilla pano. What um, was that? Was that was that Alex who ran that was Alex. Pano? Yeah, I've never and seen. And he came dead last. He so did. He did come going last. To, yeah, going to show that uh, vanilla pano is hot trash and proving that it is hot trash. So yeah, but the the other so army. Funny, it's funny how you go from like vanilla pano worst faction military orders top faction. Top faction. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. maybe we should go to Camelot. Um, there was a couple yep. other um, armies like that, that I noticed on the weekend that um that I thought sort of made it feel like quite a well-rounded event. Like we had, we did have hackers, we had Hackerslam, we had Morats, we had Vanilla Combined, Corregidor, Varuna, uh, Tack. Yep. I can't, I don't know who else there was in there. I can't uh, um, remember what else I saw. I know I was the only ALF player, which is interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah, we only had one hack player. We had like probably the most amount, maybe Pano, Pano. or Combined. Pano like, combined. I think yeah, four combined, three Pano. No, four Pano. Four Pano, four combined. Four combined, four, four Pano. Yes, yeah. so that's that made up like half the half the people there. Oh, yes. Yep. Uh, yep. I didn't see any JSA. I didn't no, see any. No, I'm normally the one who runs JSA. That or Peter, and Peter wasn't there. Yeah. Oh, and uh, I guess it was Forco. Dean was running Foreign Company. I think he was being the only yeah. any any two. Oh, yep. sorry, Spiral. I guess Spiral's any two as well. Yeah, yeah. Spiral's any two. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, no yeah. good, good, good spread. No, um, I was going to mention I didn't see the only tag I saw the entire weekend was the Blue Wolf in round five. Uh Luke also ran geckos. Geckos, yeah, okay. I think there was a Yotam, yeah. and there was yes, uh, Alex ran a Yotam. Was there a cutter? No, I can't remember a cutter. I don't remember, remember Yotams and geckos though. Yotams and geckos, yeah. I don't think there was like a, a heap of tags, and I don't know if no. that's just because of the mission selection or yeah, the missions weren't overly tag friendly. They, they I mean, really like quadrant control tags would be great at because they can just plonk like a ninety point model in a quadrant. Panic room yeah. would be good as well, but again, frontline as well. Frontline, you know, I think they mm. wouldn't be bad, but um, they're just not like 
tag focused missions if you know what i mean so yeah, yeah, maybe, but it's also, I guess, like the way that Melbourne Meta is shaping up. I I don't think we've quite found. You know, I think there was like a tournament a few months ago where there was everyone seemed to be running tags, and then this one, I don't think there was as many. And I won it with my my uh, tag, my uh, my avatar. Yeah, well, there was no avatars um, for no. the weekend either. So yeah, yeah. Um, not some really think, interesting, um, interesting armies. I think the thing with the avatar is that to do well with it you've got to have an experienced player um otherwise like yeah you, you lose it and um you're in a world of hurt that's Whereas, good so, i think that's a good yeah. point going back to what you said earlier there was yeah. i reckon like you say about half the players were were fairly yeah very new, new. um yep. you know i wouldn't say they were inexperienced but they were they were new it was their to first the, tournament yeah they like, were new to the yeah. scene you know all yeah. the guys from geelong yeah. Um, yep. you know Eric, um, you know um, Dan, and those guys hadn't played that often. Yeah, you know, they're fairly Dan and his friend friend Alex, Alex were, um, when yep. you as well. Yeah, pretty yep. new. So it was like amazing, like really, really great yeah. to to see all those people um come come and play. So hopefully we'll get them to come back and for the for the next one. Yes, yes, I think that pretty much wraps up the uh, everything, doesn't it? I think so. Uh, Julian, mm-hmm. thanks. Uh, I want to say thank you very much for running the event. Uh, I had a great time. Um, it was it was, uh, it was good. Two day events are fun. You just can't do them all the time. <laughs> no, because no. I have been suffering at work this week. <laughs> well, we have, like I said, we have Burn City Brawl coming up eleventh uh, and twelfth of September, which is heaps of time to get uh, um, to get you ready. I'm hoping I'm hoping to make it, but um. You will be a one or two month, yeah, one or two month old. Uh, I'll see how I'm traveling, but well, I'll, I'll be a last minute sign up. I reckon. Well, if I do it, if you don't do it, don't worry. We'll um, we'll save you a spot at the bar on the Saturday night. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exciting! Yay, the bar! <laughs> I'll have a pint. I'll have a jug of beer waiting for you. Oh, I can't drink beer. Oh, sorry, a, a jug of vodka coke then. How's that sound? Or 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 Dan Dan uh, um Jack Daniels or uh or Bundy or something like that. Ah, okay, yeah, no worries. I'll hold yeah. you to that. I'll, yeah. I'll have a jug of Bundy and Coke waiting for you. Uh, look, yeah. uh, coke, coke Coke Zero. Coke Zero, yeah. It yeah. can't be real Coke, or otherwise <laughs> I'll get fat. You'll, you'll 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 die. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't <laughs> want that. We don't want that happening to you. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, I think on that note, um, yep. we'll sign off. But uh, it's been good chatting with you, Julian. Uh, just the two of us yes. for a change. So hopefully, yep. we'll um, yep. hopefully it won't be another four to five weeks before the next episode. But uh, we'll hopefully get Gavin or Jacob on. Yes. And, um, talk some smack. We'll all we'll smack. be very busy. Yes. 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 Yeah. Looking forward yeah. to it. And until until yep. the next time. Until the next time, listeners. You've been listening to Loss of Lieutenant. My name's Kevin. And you've been listening to Julian. I forgot to have my sign-off song. That's very sad. (laughs) That's all right. I'm pretty sure the listeners won't mind. All right. Good night. Good night.